Hi, welcome back to Nosy. Just another chill episode, and I'm joined with Central Laredo sweetheart, <laughs> Fonz Nuno. Hell yeah, man! It's fucking been a long time since I seen you. It's man. been a hot minute, man. Yeah. It's been honestly, it's been and a hot honestly, minute. And honestly, like I remember the last time we had like a one-on-one conversation is like when I was working at the mall. For yeah. just covering a shift And then we got Chick-fil-A together Yeah we, we ate Chick-fil-A That must have been like that Almost like, over like a year two, ago A year and a half yeah, for yeah, sure Yeah like a year and a half This is before COVID I think Yeah way before COVID Yeah that's fucking wild man Dude It's been fuck. a minute oh, hey, If you the- don't know my history with Orly We kind of go back I met Orly uh, When I still worked at Zoomies yeah. Because I knew him through Fernie R.I.P. Uh, Zoomies R.I.P. <laughs> Zoomies dude <laughs> fuck Uh but I remember the the one distinctive thing I remember the most about Orly is that he has a lion tattoo on his on his left uh, left arm, right? Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I remember you were telling me it's your first tattoo, and I was like, I don't know why that's that always stuck with me. And then years later, I ended up coming to well, maybe not years later, maybe like a few months later, I came to drive through through here, and you had given me my drink, and I recognized your tattoo. Yeah, yeah. It was the lion again, and I was like, oh, that's Orly. Like that guy's cool. Like I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. And like, I think what kind of resonated with us becoming like good friends was um how we are both when we're drinking oh yes yeah we yeah. are we are literally the same person bro dude we're yeah. obnoxious we're off the wall we're like the definition of like white boy wasted yeah but in a good way yeah for sure man. if that can be good right <laughs> it's just fucking wild because it's like it's either like a hit or miss like we're just like rowdy as fuck or we're crying yeah yeah you, you know what's funny really is that i always think about this story too is that I had just turned 21, right? Yeah. And I always had, like a, like, a specific group of friends I would always go out with. And before that, like, if my friends weren't out, I wouldn't go out. Just because I wasn't confident enough to, like, really go out by myself or, like, yeah, go out that. and see who I'll run into, right? I mean, I just turned 21, so I didn't, I didn't really understand how that worked yet, you know? Mm-hmm. And then what was really big for me is that... Uh, uh, Juan, our good friend Juan, had a, uh, a was it his video, right? Yeah, yeah. He had a, he had a video showing for his uh, his skate video. Yeah. Um, and I pulled up alone, and I was like, "Fuck! Like this is kind of scary because it's yeah. just me. Like I don't know who I'm gonna run into. I don't know who I'm gonna see. Like I don't know how this night's gonna play out. But fuck it, we ball, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I show up, and the first person I see is fucking Orly. And so for the whole night, me and him hung out. We got wasted. We danced on the floor. Yeah. Dude, I've never seen Cultura get like that. Yeah, like it was actually, ever. it was, um, it was for, this was back in uh, November, right? November. Yeah, yeah, this is my, this was my first art show I had. Oh, it was your yeah. art show. Yes, yeah, not yeah, the skate yeah. video. Yes. Yeah, it was both. That's oh, why. Oh, it was both. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, the way that happened was that um, I decided to have an art show and I wanted to do one because I was just like, dude, fuck it. Like, no one's going to stop me from mm-hmm. doing this. So I'm just going to do it. So then, like, I messaged Cultura. We got together. We had a meeting. And then uh, Juan wanted to be, said, like, hey, like, we should do a video release with your art show. So it can be, like, two creative sides, like, put together. Like, yeah. the skate culture and, like, the art, art the culture. Art, yeah, just, a, like, a little, uh, what do you call it? Like, like a Zion kind of deal. Like, yeah. all, all forms of media together. Yeah, dude. So I'm just like, oh, dude, I'm down. I'm super down. So then... um. I had a meeting with Cultura. They said, like, we want to do the video and we want to do this. And they're like, okay. They gave me, like, what they needed out of us. And not, not nothing, like, too hard. It was super easy. And they were, like, super helpful. And then the night got there. And it was supposed to be, like, my first art show. Yeah. So I, got, I was too excited. So I, and then they were being even nicer by giving me, like, drinks. Oh, like, they were giving you drink yeah, tokens, yeah. right? Like, you were just getting, like, whatever like, you wanted from yeah, the bar. Yeah, I was getting, like, they were giving me drink tokens. They didn't give me that many. But also another thing is that, like, a lot of friends were congratulating me. So they were buying me drinks, yeah. too. There was a moment where I had three ciders. Like, Damn. dude, I just had three <laughs> ciders with me, and I'm drinking all three of them. I'm just getting, like, wasted as fuck. Yeah. And then um, I remember 
it was funny because this one girl who ended up being my girlfriend for a little while. Yeah. Uh, she she bought two of my paintings. Oh, she she spent like a like racks on you, yeah, right? Yeah, she like, spent like almost four hundred bucks on damn. me. Damn. And um, I thought it was funny. It was the first time we met during when it was when she went, and then uh, like twenty minutes later, it's like me and you grinding on the floor together, dude, <laughs> just wasted. Dude, it's just like man, I don't know what it is about about me and Orly. We're we're just dynamic characters. Like if you believe in astrology, and to listeners who do believe in astrology, we're both Leos. So you get two Leos together, and it's either they hate each other or they're absolutely best friends. Yeah. And boom, that that energy you resonate, and the energy I get off you, bro. I just take that shit, and I'm like. I gotta, I gotta top that, <laughs> and then you're like, "Fuck, I gotta top, top you." That. Yeah. So boom, it just never stops. This is a big dick swinging contest. Yeah, like, dude, it just gets out of hand, man. And then like we end up probably like just crying at the end, bro. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I remember, and then we did karaoke, and I sang uh, "Mr. Brightside." Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. full cowboy attire. Yeah, dude, and I remember the hat the, and everything. Yeah, the bar owner was like, I don't think I've ever seen a cowboy sing uh, emo night music. Yeah. I was like, damn, like, yeah, multicultural. So <laughs> you gotta be multicultural. Yeah, man, you gotta go out there, man. Mm. So what was the inspiration behind the name Nosy? I've been meaning to ask you. Um, it honestly, just because, like, I don't like being like this, but I mean, I think it comes with my Mexican culture. I just super cheese muscle. Wrong. Cheese muscle. Who cheese is muscle. it? Yeah, dude. you can't lie. Yeah, dude. I don't like. I'm just super cheese muscle, and it's not like uh, I want to know because I want to like talk shit. And I just want to know because I don't want to be left out. Yeah. So like, I just fucking I named it nosy. That and also like I'm fucking I have a big fucking nose. Dude. I got a big nose too. It's yeah, just man. I think it's just a Hispanic thing. Yeah, just Big noses. You know that that as you get older, the only thing that keep growing, like you you stop growing out at some point, right? Mm-hmm. But your nose and your ears never stop growing. That's fucking annoying. Man. I have these big ass <laughs> fucking earlobes, bro. So like it's just gonna be fucking ridiculous when I get older. Nice. No, yeah. And then going back to that, like the, that, that because I don't want to miss out, dude. That FOMO, fear missing out. Yeah, dude. That's that's. That's honestly worse than death. <laughs> Straight up. For real, bro. Because at least when you die, you won't have that fear no more, bro. Yeah, like when you're dead, you're like, I don't care, I'm dead. Yeah, dude. But when you're out, I, I started a new job recently, right? And uh, uh, sometimes I, I'm required to work night shifts, so I'll be working, you know, from 11 p.m. till 7 a.m. in the morning. And, dude, the FOMO I've gotten from seeing people. And, and I was working night shifts on Friday and Saturday. So, dude, the FOMO I was getting from seeing people, like, out while yeah, I'm yeah. stuck inside. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> Worse. Damn, dude. Um, how long are your shifts there when you work nights? Um, About an eight-hour shift. So I go in at 11 o'clock, get out at 7 a.m. But luckily, I haven't been the night shift. I've been the morning guy. Um, I, I work now with uh, with youth care, kind of like at a halfway house. Oh, nice. So specifically, I'm taking care of uh, adolescent males, 13 to 17, who have, you know, court cases, pro officers. You know, it's kind of like a step, up, a step right above juvie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, dude, that's hard. It's gonna be hard because those kids are tough, bro. Dude, I've this this job. It, it's honestly, it's, I went from selling T-shirts and skateboards and bullshitting yeah. all day to like trying to take away razors from kids and trying to stop fights. So yeah, it's a huge, yeah, it's dude. a huge difference. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's fucking wild. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know. Um, Fonz is also part of another podcast. Oh, yes. Let yeah. me plug that in. Uh, I am the co-host of Your Neighbor's Garage, which is uh, Garage Society on Instagram, and Your Neighbor's G on Twitter, if you want to check us out. Uh, and we are also on YouTube, uh, again, Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts. So we got you on all forms of media. And uh, that's why I'm, I'm super honored that you called me out to come and be on this podcast. Like, dude, podcasts got to support podcasts. Yeah, dude. Like, I, I just wanted to, like, 
I like I like like my podcast is like slightly more serious on the serious side. Yeah. That I talk about like mental health and I talk about anxiety and depression and like suicidal thoughts and also just like people being creative and existing in the yeah. world. So I wanted to do on a chill one with you. That's just gonna be like just me and you like talking shooting shit. The shit. Yeah, shooting the shit because sometimes you do need that. You need that relief. You know, mm. it doesn't have to be like a hundred percent intense all the time. Yeah. No. Definitely. Definitely. But oh, yeah. it's such a nice day outside today too. We're we're out here at the Del Mar Starbucks. Yeah, man. I came to the Del Mar Starbucks because I didn't want to see people oh, at my other job. The old, the old stomping grounds. Because you worked at this one for how long? I worked this one uh, for like almost two years. I think it was like a year and a half. Yeah, I worked, and then I transferred over to to the other one, and I've been working there for now already four years, wow. roughly. Damn, four years! How yeah. time flies, bro. Yeah, dude. I started working here when I was like nineteen. I'm gonna be turned twenty-four. It's fucking wild, man. Which kind of brings me back to you know on the way I was over here, I was trying to think. You're telling me like let's talk about life and shit, and I think you and me are kind of like at a at a at a similar point right now. Where we're like, I'm only twenty-two, you're twenty-four. We're kind of in that age where we're like, okay, what's the next step? Like, yeah. I think about that shit constantly. Like, I go home at night and I'm like, okay, when when's the next big thing gonna happen? When's my life gonna change? You know? Yeah, it but is, man. That's what I worry about so much. I don't know if you feel like that, but I feel oh, like dude, that dude, constantly. Like, all the fucking time. It's just like, it's this feeling where, where like you you're comfortable for to a certain extent that what you were doing. Like, for example, <clears throat> you know, to use to use your experience, zoomies. Yeah. zoomies. You were there for how long? I was there since I was 16, and and we closed when I was 22. We closed about two three months ago. So, you know, I obviously you know, I got promoted and stuff, but but at the at, but at the point that you know we were closed, it was not challenging at all anymore. Like I was. I knew everything like the back of my hand. And yeah. It was such an easy job at that point that, you know, you become stagnant a little. Yeah. Like you get used to it. It's like almost to a point of repetitive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I, I'm, I saw someone tweet this the other day and it kind of made me think, uh, you know, being comfortable doesn't let you grow. Yeah. You know? And, and if you're comfortable where you're at, you're not able to grow into a better person, which is kind of crazy. Cause I'm like, man, like, you know, I, I like, Maybe I was a little bit too comfortable to the point where I wasn't able to grow. And maybe that's why I was so like, what's the next step? When's the yeah. next move, you know? But now that I, I got a new job and, it, you know, it pays a little better, it's a little bit more serious. I'm like, damn, like, growing ain't really that cool. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's it's not. not, man. And then um, what I'm, what I'm like, uh, I already, I guess, figured out what I want to do. And it's something that I don't talk about, like, often at all. Yeah. And, uh it's i want to become a teacher oh dude that's amazing so like and the reason why is because like i i I want to become specifically an art teacher yeah and it's just because like i love art to like to anything else and also when i was growing up i didn't have that uh that teacher was there for me to like you know be able to express myself and sometimes you need that and you don't need to it doesn't have to be a teacher but it it is helpful if it is one no yeah yeah definitely and and everyone always makes the joke like oh what are you going to be with the arts degree an arts teacher you know but Think of your art teacher. I remember my art teachers were cool as fuck. Like yeah. all my art teachers were super cool. <laughs> like they would give us like a like a like a paper and be like, okay guys, we gotta read about this artist. But then like, okay, now let's paint. You know? Yeah. I remember art class was always like a like a badass class to be. It's like gym class, you know? Yeah. Like people it is a way for people to express themselves. You know? Yeah, and it's just like and it's hard because it, it, it's something that I I don't like that a lot of people since you're a kid, they you're like, Oh, you don't understand, you're a kid, like oh you're young, you don't understand. But they, they push you to that limit where, like, you don't understand. And what sucks about it is that when you get old enough, 
they never taught you because you were too young to understand. So then so you're, now there, you're like, what do what, I do what now? What the fuck do yeah. I do? You know, like I don't know anything. Like, yeah. Um, it's to the example, like you know, paying taxes, uh, getting a mortgage, finding a serious job. I still don't know how to do any of that shit. Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> I, I use TurboTax, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. I've been using TurboTax for years. Yeah, like, man. Like I don't know how to fucking like actually do my taxes properly. Fuck no, I don't do, yeah. none, of, I don't do none of that. I don't yeah. even know how to write a check. I've never written a check in my life. Dude, like, for real, I've written actually one check. I've written one check, and it was like, oh, this is gonna be a bad story, but uh, <laughs> it was. Just, I broke up with this girl and she was like I don't want to call her crazy I want everything you, I've ever paid for in yes, a check no yeah, yeah. no that's way that's what she fucking said no like, way like she uh, she wanted not everything she ever paid for but she wanted the she wanted a refund for the Christmas gifts that she got me because we broke up during Christmas yep. the Christmas gifts that she got me and also like the dinner that she paid for like I think like a couple days prior to holy that holy shit so, talking she, about Godo, like, yeah, damn. and uh she showed up to my house and she was just yelling outside my parents house and shit and i was like hey like this like, is disrespectful out, like, hey, like, like this is my parents house like please leave and she's like no i want my money i want my money so then like um she used to hit me so like holy like, shit yeah it's getting kind of dark kind of fast sorry <laughs> <laughs> but like i went back inside and i was like scared of her like i was legitimately scared and i remember like uh during that time i had a black eye and uh my parents didn't know and then my sister was there with me and i was just freaking out asking like oh she wants money but i don't have money on me i don't yep. want to get in the car with her to go take out money i don't want to do any of that i don't want to leave the house so i was like so i want to write her a check yeah so i got like I had to like go through. Remember when you open a bank account? And yeah. They give you like those like Yo, Snapple checks. Yeah. You need like your fucking. Not only that, we gotta know your routing number, <laughs> yeah, and your bank account yeah, number. Dude. Nobody knows that. Yeah. Dude. Nobody knows that. So like I had to like go through that pamphlet of yeah. shit that they gave you when I first opened a bank account, and I'm going through it like, oh, I know these sample checks are in here, and I found them, and then I had, and um, it was my sister and my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, that they were both there, and I didn't know how to write a check, and I was freaking out. So like. Uh, my sister-in-law got my checkbook and she filled out the check for how much money she wanted and all I did was just sign it and I do, ripped it do out. You, do you want to disclose the amount that she wanted? Yeah, it was it was not that much. It was 175 bucks. Yeah, but damn, know? still to show up and yell at you and all that for, for 175, 175 bucks? Yeah, dude. So like, I ripped out the check like, and not tell we this, like, <laughs> damn. like, damn, dude. And then she was like, at that time when, when I was inside writing the check, my parents were outside talking to her. Yeah. And my sister's like, why are you doing this? I'm like, dude, I'm scared of her. Like, look at my face, bro. She gave me, like, a black eye and shit. My parents were like, whoa, what the fuck? I went outside, and as soon as she saw me with the check, she just ripped that out of my hand and just walked away. Damn. And she was, like, supposedly crying to my parents and stuff. I, I don't want to... I don't like that she did that. And fuck her for doing that, yeah. in all honesty. I do hope that she is in a better spot, oh, though. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because someone like that is obviously not okay. Yeah. Like, and at I, all. And I hope that she is doing better in her life, but... Fuck her at the same time. <laughs> because, it's, like, it's like that, that Wheeler Walker song, the fuck you, bitch. Yeah. You heard that one? Yeah, yeah man. Dude, no, uh, I remember, I mean, girlfriends, and, and they can really push you. That's why at the moment, you know, I'm saying, oh, I don't really like to talk to anybody just because I'm, I'm not in the right headspace, you know, to yeah. give. Uh, but I remember. That's good that you recognize that. Yeah, though. no, I'm definitely not in the right headspace. Uh, but I think I remember one time I had dated this girl in, in high school, and it was my like, senior year, and she was like a junior. And like to me, like it was really important because like we went to prom together, and like mm-hmm. we did like all this, like all like my senior year was like with her, right? Oh, okay, okay. And yeah, so yeah. I remember when she broke up with me, uh, she had picked me up. And we're actually going down this street right here on, on Del Mar. Yeah. And we're talking. Memory lane, bro. Dude, literally memory lane. <laughs> and we're talking and, and 
she was like, oh, like, I don't mean to hit you, like, out of nowhere, but I'm going to break up with you. I remember I started crying and shit, and, and she was crying, and so we're having a kind of a, like like a, a bad time, right? Yeah. And then she hits one of those cones right there, like those little step-up pylons. No, yeah. Real, yeah. And then she, and they got stuck under the car, and she started freaking out, and I was just like, accelerate, accelerate, just go. <laughs> Boom, she went over it. But but same thing, you know, she showed up to my house the next day, and instead of asking for anything, she just gave me, like, a box full of all my stuff, like my shirts and yeah. anything I had given her, stuffed animals and stuff. And yeah. I was like, I remember I just walked in, and I dropped it on the floor, and I just started crying in front of my parents. And, like, my dad had never seen me cry, like, you know, at that age. Yeah, yeah, And so it was just a real, like, traumatic event. And I was Shit. like, damn, like, if we break up, just text me. Like, I don't want to see you. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see you. Write me, write yeah. me a, a business email. Yeah. Like, I don't want to break up in person no more. Because, like, it's awkward. Like, yeah, dude. I, I don't, like, it's hard. It's fucking hard. I've only broken up with, like... I think two people face-to-face. Like face. 69, 78 people, somewhere between there. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I've broken up with, like, I've broken up, like, face-to-face, -face, I've only broken up with two people. And then the times that I've been broken up with um, have been over text also, you know? Yeah. Like, it's been majority t over text out of all the relationships that I had. Yeah. But, um... It's fucking weird. It, it's, it's, like... It's fucking weird, man. It's, like, an, it's an awkward thing, because, like... What do you do after, like, you just drive away, like, <laughs> like, hey, uh, I want to break up with you, let's not be together, like, I know we just spent the last eight months together, but yeah. uh, I don't want to do that no more, and then, like... It's always like, the short ones, bro, it's always yeah. the short relations that fuck with you hard. Yeah, yeah, it's never, like, the long relationships, because I think the long ones, they're long overdue, so then you realize, like, okay, like, this, this for, like, the last four months, this relationship hasn't been working. Yeah, and sometimes it can be longer, like, I remember, like, the longest relationship I had was two years. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, maybe, like, the last year, like, the entirety of the last year was just, like, dragging, dragging it on, man. Because it got really, really toxic for both ends, you know? Yeah. I was toxic to her, and she was toxic to me. And um, it just got really out of hand, man. Yeah, and, and I think this age right now, uh, you know, once you start, I always tell people, you know, once you turn 21, uh, life, life becomes a little different, you know, because I've seen people where were you know they're high school sweethearts they come out of high school you know they've been dating since they were 16 and they're like no we're gonna get married and i'm like okay cool but like let's see if you last past 21 because it's not the whole drinking thing it's not that you're able to like drink and this and that it's that when you turn 21 you're it's like you get the full map unlocked in gta like you know how like when you're 18 and when you're below 21 you only have a certain amount of places you're able to go to and places you're able to to be at you know because you're not able to be you know go to bars or clubs or anything and once you turn 21 uh, you know your your social circle expands because you go out so much now. You meet so many people. You know you become friends with more people. You meet new faces, new places because you now have like the full entirety of like the map to explore. Yeah. So like a lot of people, you know, relationships they hit twenty one and they break up because that twenty one year is hard. Yeah, man. Like you you get to experience literally like the other half of like you get to experience the nightlife, which is literally the other half of the of the day. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Quick little pick, real quick. I was gonna get yeah. one of you, but I was like, hold on, let me let me get a little video when he's recording. Yeah, but yeah, so. um, yeah, that, that's why I think it's like fuck, like being twenty one to like twenty five is like a hard, hard fucking age to date at. Like, I don't think anyone right now is, and if you are, I mean, shout out to you, but to to want something serious, yeah, that I takes some it, balls. Takes some fucking shit, man. And it's like, I I think it's weird because it changes it changes over time with um with what you want depending on like you have to figure out what type of person you are yeah you know like it's uh, when I was first dating I didn't know what I wanted I was just kind of like doing me mm -hmm. and then afterwards 
I realized that I'm actually the type of person that really wants a relationship, that, like, is happy to have, be in one. Like, I, I'm, I had to go through a few to realize that I'm going to be happy alone, yeah. you know? But it's harder... Like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, hard, it's harder to accept being alone than being in a relationship for the meantime. And I remember after I stopped dating this one girl... I was single for about seven to eight months. Yeah. And then that's when I realized that I was like, you know what? I'm okay being alone. Like, I'm yeah. fine. Like, yeah, it, it, I think I think we as humans and everybody's afraid to be alone. You know, we're a social creature. We're a social animal. We, we live in packs. You know, you go home, you got a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister. You got every, a whole bunch of family around you at all times. But it's when you're alone, which is you and your thoughts. I think that's when it's the scariest, you know? Yeah, man. Especially, like, like if you're used to dating and then you go from, you know, having multiple relationships to just being single for an extended period of time, you're like... Who do I text? Who do I go with? Who do I hang out with? Who do I spend holidays with? Like, yeah. you know, it becomes a weird thing because you've been so accustomed to, like, having somebody. Yeah. But that's why, like, like me, we are now only 22. I'm like, man, like, I probably won't ever want something serious until I've probably hit, like, 26, 27. Like, that's when I'm like, okay, it's time to settle down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 21 to 25, bro, this is your prime, baby. <laughs> Enjoy it. But, um... Yeah, again, it, but there's people that, you know, they find the love of their life right now and, and yeah. boom, they're ready to go. Yeah, you man, know? And, and I agree with that because it's like everyone's everyone's point of view is very different. And it took me that it took me that time of being single for like, you know, seven to eight months to realize that like, okay, you know what? Even though I'm, I am afraid of being alone, I know that I'm okay with being alone. Yeah. I love myself for me. And it, honestly, it, the part that helped me the most is like during like when the pandemic first hit. Oh, dude! And like we were just like shut down, bro. Dude, and, like, you were forced to be alone. Yeah, like, dude, you had to be there with your thoughts. No one else, just you and your thoughts, bro. Yeah. But one of my favorite videos from from the pandemic, and I remember this very specifically, is you had posted a story of your pops, and you're like, the pandemic got my dad going crazy, and he was like loading a shotgun like in the living room, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. He bought a shotgun. He's just like showing my brother, like, yeah, I just bought this fucking yeah, gun, like, bro. And I'm just like, God damn, what? The fuck? Like that's the ultimate dad move. Like <laughs> I'm gonna buy a shotgun. Like yeah, dude, just in case someone. Because like it was when it was when doing they were doing the panic buying. Oh so, like, yes, yeah. dude. So my dad was my dad was literally convinced, which is honestly like an okay thought to have. It's not, like, dude, a crazy we're thought. heading towards like like yeah. hey like people might start looting each other. And yeah, shit. like it's it's gonna get like that if if this doesn't calm down. Yeah. Thankfully, you know, it did calm down. But yeah. My dad was like having that idea that it's gonna fucking happen. So boom, Mr. Mr. Uh, Valdez, right? Yeah, yeah. He just yeah. goes and, and buys a shotgun like nothing. <laughs> dude. And dude, I remember that video, and it always I always laugh about it because it was just like your dad in a polo shirt, like loading a shotgun, like <laughs> very casual. casually. Yeah, yeah casually. Very casual. No, I, I mean I, I did the same thing. I didn't panic buy, but I mean we had that stimmy money, and I was like, okay, I got a nice amount of money for like toys and stuff, so I ended up buying a gun too. Nice. And so I mean it's better to have and not need the need and not have. You yeah. Know? And so, but I'm like, dude, the, the amount of power you feel like when you have a gun is kind of scary. Oh, like, yeah, dude. Like, you can literally, like, kill someone, I bro. could I could walk anywhere and kill somebody. <laughs> like, not to say that I'm going to, you know, uh, but, the like. The way you looked at me, though, <laughs> it's just like, I can do it, bro. <laughs> like, dude, no, like, it, it's, and I have it locked away and everything, but yeah, I'm like, yeah. dude, like. It's there, bro. It's there. What is it? I have a 9 millimeter pistol, Beretta. I'm sorry, a 6 hour. Oh okay okay yeah nice. six hour nine mil so it's like a it's like it was like a I think a, a French or a Norwegian issued police gun but I'm like yo like this is a little scary like yeah man I mean it's it's a fucking it's a it's a gun man yeah my brother fucking has a has a 
Glock 22. Yeah. Like, yeah, fucking 40 caliber, bro. Holy what the shit. fuck are you trying to, like, do, bro? You trying to kill a bear? Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, Jesus Christ. And, like, I see him, and he he, he always shows it off to me. And yeah. he, he always takes out the clip. And I look at his bullets. And I'm like, they're hollow point, too. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the like, fuck, bro? Like, are you trying to go through, like, six walls oh, and, like, told me trying to get a, a UAV and a care package. <laughs> like, bro, bro, it's ridiculous, man. No. Like, it's just way too much. It's overboard. It's like that, that new law they passed that everybody in Texas is able to carry a gun, whether regardless of... Of like you have the license or not did you yeah, see yeah. that yeah and uh, I, I went to a friend's house maybe like two three weeks ago and i'm like yeah maybe we shouldn't do this rule because uh i went to a friend's house and he there's a, an acquaintance i have where he's not all there mentally uh but he was toting around like a like a pistol on his hip and everything uh you know like <laughs> shirt tucked in like if he was an off-duty oh cop and i was like bro you should you of all people should not have a gun like <laughs> I would never uh, trust you. Dude, yeah, it's fucking funny because my brother's the same way. Like, um, what makes me laugh is, like, I'm, I'm going to be very honest. My brother's big. He's a yep. big guy. And he's just been getting bigger since, like, you know, like, having three kids, man. It's yep. like dad body, like, kicked in hard, Oh, dude, bro. It, it hits you. It fucking hits hard. So, like, um, he bought his wife a, a little 22, like yep. a tiny little 22. But she doesn't like carrying it, so he carries it for her. <laughs> and it's so like that little, that it's tiny just, little. It's a tiny little fucking gun, bro. And it's funny because since he's big, bro, it just like overlaps. It overlaps on the side, and it's just fucking ridiculous because <laughs> it's a 22, man. And like, he's like maybe 300 pounds, bro. Yeah. And he's a big dude, so it just looks fucking hilarious where he's just um, carrying around a little 22 with his like gut hanging over it. <laughs> and just like it's, it's like gonna, it's gonna shoot itself with it, bro. With his gun. <laughs> Have you ever seen that video, that YouTube video, and it's like a uh, fat guy on Old's pistol in ten seconds, and it's like a like a like a oh, big yeah, guy. Yeah, he just that's what I picture. Yeah, it's exactly that, dude. And it's fucking funny because like his hands massive, so like it doesn't like it covers yeah, and, the grip, and, bro. And no, no, the the cherry on the cake would, for that would be like if it's like pink or like teal, like. Nah, I think it's all black. No. But it would be funny if it was. Dude, yeah, like like I don't know what it is about women's guns, but they market them like they have to be pink. Like yeah, they can't that. be like chartreuse. Like they can't be like <laughs> turquoise. No, turquoise, they yeah. have to, to be, be pink. pink, bro. Pink, pink or like fucking neon green, yeah, bro. Like, like the no, hunter green. Nothing screams like. I'm I'm a I'm a conservative wife like a <laughs> conservative pink. wife. I'm I'm a I'm a. I uh, wear Magellan. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing screams. I, my husband is in the army reserve. Yeah. Like a pink camo, like 22, like. Yeah, dude, it has a camo on the holster for some yeah, fucking reason. And then, and then you look at her her top Tahoe and it's got like the blue line and it says like my husband served or some <laughs> shit. Like, dude, I avoid those cars at all costs because yeah, like, they're gonna break check you. Yeah, they're scary, bro. <laughs> Those bitches do not give a fuck. I don't want to even call them bitches. Sorry, I didn't want to say that, but that, they don't care, bro. They don't give a Dude, fuck. They're more dangerous than than like hardened criminals. Like, <laughs> what hardened criminals? They're more. Yeah, dangerous. because they know they can get away with it. That's why, bro. Oh yeah. They don't give a fuck. Oh yeah. I, have you ever hung out with somebody? I mean, I'm 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 a pretty like I never really care about politics or anything. I usually don't give a shit. Yeah. But like, have you ever hung out with somebody and like they accidentally expose like? how like conservative they are like because like like you can tell when somebody's liberal yeah, but i yeah. think conservative is a little harder to tell sometimes because yeah. sometimes some people hit you out of left field so like sometimes i'll be like ooh, ooh, i don't know i've hung out with people and i'll be like yeah like it's cool they call him kaepernick neo and then they'll be like fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> yeah they're like yeah, yeah. he should have supported the troops like <laughs> like and then you're like oh fuck yeah, like yeah. it's just like, like oh they, shit yeah it's like yeah. it's like a little you open that box like that pandora's box yeah. bro yeah yeah it happened actually happened once with um when i was uh talking to this one guy and he's a cool guy 
and I got along with him real well. We had these badass conversations. We'll talk about like life, video games, and shit like that. And then, um, like, it wasn't more being conservative, but it's more having like that, like, I guess misogynistic mindset. Yeah. Oh, dude. And so like, that he he made this comment where he is like, yeah, sometimes I sneak into women chat rooms and just fuck with them. And I'm just like, I'm like, whoa! Like, I'm like, why'd you say that? that bro? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, like to like, he he thinks it's funny he can start fights with them and shit because he starts fighting their ideology. Yeah. But I'm just like, yeah, bro, yeah, like, bro, nah, that, bro. That, that line, that shovel. Yeah, bro. It's just throw like, the shovel away because you're digging a deep hole. Like, it's just fucking bad. Yeah, man. And, and it's it hits me like out of nowhere too. Like I used to be Mormon, right? And, I mean, at the time I was a kid, so I didn't really understand that, like, they were white and all of them were, like, Border Patrol agents, customs agents, cops, right? Mm-hmm. And nothing against those. I, I, you know, whatever, you're a cop, you're a Border Patrol agent, that's your thing. Yeah. I couldn't care less. But uh, it, it wouldn't strike me that they were, like, kind of racist. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, there's, like, it's, it's that subtle racism. But, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest, like, some of my family members oh, are Hispanics like that, are not even subtly racist. Yeah, we're, we're, like, <laughs> actually racist. Like... <laughs> That's like <laughs> yeah, man, it's fucked, bro. What I, what I think is funny though, Hispanics is like we're we're racist, but we're accepting, you know, like yeah. like obviously like we say shit that we shouldn't, like you know, there's like a like it'd be someone from like Vietnam or like oh the chinito, like that's not accurate, that's <laughs> yeah, not they, accurate at all, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's how I'm like uh, like Hispanics, we got it too, we 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 ain't in the clear either. Yeah, but man. I remember when I was Mormon, they were just weird about like Hispanics, I guess, because because uh, they had built a temple down here. And they would kind of like separate like the seating, so like all like the white people would sit up front, and all the Hispanic people would sit in the back. Real yeah. shit. And then they made a, a separate. Separate but equal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, and then they made a separate branch, of where they would, it was Spanish only. So like, everyone, all the Mexicans were kind of like, hey, like y'all should go to the Spanish only branch. Like yeah, yeah. go over there. Like it's a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Damn, so, bro. Did you that, go there? I know, I watched the English one, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the Spanish one was at, like, 2 o'clock. Like, I'm not trying to be at church, like, yeah, at 2 yeah. o'clock. Yeah, man. So, how, long, how long were you in the Mormon church? Uh, I was in it about all in middle school. Uh, historically, my family uh, on my dad's side is Mormon, uh, since they do live in Salt Lake City. So that's just their thing. And then, you know, it, it was kind of instilled in us a little bit. Uh, but the thing about Mormonism is that when you enter high school, uh, they want you to go to the church like every day at like 5 a.m. to do scripture study and then you finish like at 6 and then you go to school and I was like fuck waking up at 5 a.m. in high school like yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna do that shit and then the minute you finish high school if you're a Mormon boy uh, they send you on a mission so they kind of like pray and uh, the, the idea wow. behind it is that the bishops they get together and they pray and they, they're like okay you're gonna go to Boise, Idaho. Like I think I'm. So more, they send you somewhere. They send you somewhere. I'm more than sure they just get a fucking a map and they just throw a dart and say <laughs> fucking send them there. But like, so like they would send send guys to like Brazil to China, Jesus, of all fuck. different places. And then yeah, some yeah. guys would get get the shit into the stick and be like Laredo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah. so like, and so I was like, yeah, like I'm not trying to do that. So when you do a mission, you have to do it for two years straight. No phones, no TV. You live in an apartment, and they pay for your apartment, right? All you um, do is, like, preach or what? All you do is go around and, and preach and teach people and set up meetings and recruit members for the church. And then you got church on Sunday. And you go to, like, church activities and stuff, but, like, no phone, no TV, no internet. You can only talk to your family through letters. You can call them, like, on holidays, like, through Zoom. But, like, that's, like, on Christmas. That's on Thanksgiving, like, once once those years. And I was like, man, 
for two years, 18, and then you get out when you're 20. Like, dude, that's two years of my prime wasted. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I did not know that. Oh, then Shit. no car, obviously, so you got to ride a bike. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, but, that makes sense why yeah. they're always on bikes. The idea is that you're, you're, you're living the way Jesus did when he did his mission. Like, I mean, it makes sense, you know, like, uh, uh, I don't think it sounds like... Um, it's I don't not think it too sounds, like, it otherworldly. Sound, yeah, it's not. It's not crazy, yeah. and it's not like. I don't think it's even bad either, but it is intense. Oh, dude! It's and shout out to intense. the guys that do it because, yeah. like, like not only that, but like I've seen guys where they start their mission at like three hundred pounds, you know, and boom! Since you're riding a bike all day, and then especially like in the Laredo heat, they would shrink down to like two forty, two thirty. Like, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. do you do get to work out and shit. And like, one thing that that I would do is when I was working at Zoomies. Uh, their uh, Mormon missionaries are allowed to go to the mall or mm-hmm. to the grocery store when they need stuff. Yeah. Uh, and obviously at the mall, the only thing they would buy would be like ties or white shirts, underwear and socks and stuff, right? Yeah. So what I would do is that uh, when I would see them and they would walk into Zoomies, which they're not allowed to, uh, like I would start playing like badass music and like, cause I know that they, they hadn't been able to see that in a lot. They haven't been able to listen to music. They haven't been able to watch TV. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I would update them like on sports and shit. And like, just kind of like give them like a little like rundown. Yeah. Rundown of what's going down. Yeah, yeah. And that that's cool. Cause they would kind of appreciate that, you know? Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah. Like at least you were able to recognize and shit like that. Yeah. You know, cause I'm pretty sure that they're not oblivious to certain things. You know? Oh no. Yeah. So yeah. like, uh, they would do appreciate that they're giving some type of like in contact with the outside world. Yeah. Even though they're they're in the outside world, but it's not like they're not they don't have full access to it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And then this was maybe like, you know, the early 2010. So like it's you know, social media is still kind of like in its and it's, it's beginning stages. You know, yeah. yeah. So like a lot of the guys don't have access to most of that. So it's like a weird era. But one of my favorite stories is that uh, uh, cause <laughs> it's such a, I, it's such a, I don't even understand what, what the thought process was, but, uh, every now and then they do loan them a car when they have to go like super long distances. And there was a story of, of some missionaries here in Laredo where their car had run out of a uh, gas, like they forgot to fill it up. <laughs> and so they were stranded. Right. Yeah. And they called people and nobody went to go pick them up. And for some reason, the story they told is that they filled the gas tank with water the, the water they had, they had like some water in them, and they prayed to God that it would. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> they, oh, oh, they, fuck. They, they filled the gas tank with water and they prayed to God that, that the gas tank was going to turn on so they could get to their destination. And well, oh obviously, no, it didn't, it didn't turn on and they fucked up the engine. <laughs> but, like, oh. Like the faith they have, you know, it's kind of admirable. You gotta, you gotta be like, man, I'm about to fuck up this car, and like, hopefully you know, God fixes it. Like, hopefully God's got it. Like, and dude, that's like, I, I oh never. Oh my god, I'm fucking dying. On. I that oh that, that story. That's baffling, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's it's honestly, it's. Oh wow, man, that is that is some faith right there, yeah. my guy. Holy but shit. I will say this though, if you ever meet meet anyone who's a church, a member of the Church of Latter Day uh, Latter Day Saints, dude, Mormon people are awesome. They're great people. They're awesome people, and uh, you know they will they will take you in. Like, no matter what you are, they will take you in. That's nice of them, man. That's very nice of them. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't speak a lot about it. Are you still religious now or no? I, I'm, I'm more or less. I, I believe, but I haven't gone to church in a few years. Oh, okay. Yeah. I uh, I am I am religious, and I, I do go to church. And it, it's... I hadn't gone to church for years. Mm-hmm. I didn't start going to church in this, this year again. But I hadn't gone in maybe since I was, like, maybe in middle school. I yep. for sure didn't go at all throughout high school. But maybe throughout middle school, I did go. With my family and stuff, but um, yeah, I just started going. So maybe like, 
like 10 years of not going. Yeah. So then I started going again and, and um, I'm not going to say that I'm like a, a devout follower or anything like that, but it is nice to have some type of like understanding of yourself in a different way because you're seeing it through another perspective now. Yeah. You know, through like, and I, I resonate with some of the teachings that they do because it, it, it it's fucking weird, but there's been moments where like they use specific words that like, and you were thinking about them. Yeah. Or, like it's something that applies directly to your situation, to my situation. I'm just like, Holy shit, man. Like what the fuck's going on? So yeah, I, I I've been taking it more closer to the chest and just, um, following a more. I was like, you know what? Like, millions of people follow this you know so maybe there's something that i can learn you know if it's either by myself or about other people like I, i'm willing to learn it because yeah i want to just be a better person you know i don't want to fuck up my shit anymore i've yeah. been a shitty person in the past and i don't want to be like that no and i've always been a very firm believer that that uh you know man humankind needs to believe in something higher than us something that's not from this world you know, whether you believe in science, whether you believe in, you know, God, whether you believe in aliens, you know, whatever you want to believe in. Yeah. I feel like if you don't have something to put above yourself, you have you don't have something that's like, okay, there's a higher force than me, then, you know, you kind of go a little crazy, you know? I yeah. mean, I know a lot of people that take life face value and they're just like, oh, like, you just wake up, live, eat, shit, die, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, you can live like that, but I feel like that's a little bland. You yeah, know? it is. I mean, and there's even, like, times where... Like, them believing, like, some people that are atheists, they, they, they believe in nothing, so they want to enjoy as much as they can from the world. That is believing in something. That, that's believing that, you know, the life you have right now is that's all it. you're going to get. Yeah. So you have to enjoy it. You know, don't don't ruin it with, like, you know, thoughts of, like, what are you already going to amount to or stuff like that. And they enjoy it. And that, that to me, is also still believing in something bigger than yourself because yeah. life is bigger than you, man. Like, you're not just by yourself here. It's not yeah. just you. There's other people around you, man. So I even though, of, yeah. Uh, uh, Leonard Skinner, the song Leonard Skinner, uh, Simple Man. You ever oh, heard yeah, Simple Man? Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. like, uh, find a woman, you'll find love, and don't forget there's something or there's someone up above. Mm -hmm. And like those words always kind of resonate with me because, like, I feel like we spend so much time trying to make life like this big fucking deal. And like, really, it's just like, you know, do something you love, find someone you love, and believe in something higher than you that loves you, you yeah. know? And that's how that's the keys to a happy life but then again who knows you know everyone's life is different yeah everyone's life is different you know people are sometimes dealt with like shitty hands man oh dude that's yeah. that's that's one of the biggest things i always say is like you can't choose the hand you're dealt with yeah but you can choose how you play that motherfucker yeah for sure so how you're gonna play that for sure you know what man. I mean? that's some deep shit right there like, yeah. not even, like not even gonna front because it's like sometimes i get upset because i'm not gonna like the way i got affected by certain moments in my life caused me to have and I, I don't like saying it because it makes me feel like because even that in itself makes me feel like I'm being like asking for pity or something Yeah. and it's like oh the fucking mental health that I have like I don't I sorry about that I don't know what happened I think I accidentally paused the recording but yeah back to the show sorry about that I had to fucking little technical difficulties real quick had to charge my laptop we came inside the Starbucks now so you might hear some music in the background but just focus on our but sexy voices deal man. with it <laughs> <laughs> fuck you fuck you deal with it but um to continue on like uh what we were talking about is fuck what were we talking about <laughs> oh we're talking about how uh your mental health the cards you're, you're yeah, dealt yeah, with yeah 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 like um it makes me sometimes upset that like I have to deal with that and I don't like that that's how I grew up to be. Because, like, I guess the, when I started doing therapy, the biggest the biggest part that, like, affected me when I was young was that 
I used to live in San Ignacio. You yep. ever been to San Ignacio? San Ignacio, yeah. Yeah, yeah super tiny little town that like you know is close knit. In Mexico. No, no, no. Oh. This is a. This is like. 40 minutes outside of Laredo. Oh, oh. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, like by like uh by like San Diego and like all by Zapata. You know by Zapata. Okay. Yeah. So it's like so, so you go down towards Zapata, and there's a small town, like between Laredo and Zapata. It's San Ignacio. San Ignacio. Okay. And it's like 300 people, bro. Yeah. Super small. And I lived there for a couple years, and that's where a lot of like influential moments in my life came in, and the need for like close connection with people came from there. Yeah. And then my small family town was, mentality. Yeah. So like. The community was all there together. My family was always there. Even when, though my dad had gotten out of work and he was tired, he would still take us outside to play with us and yep. stuff. So when we moved to Laredo because he got a better job, like that just disappeared. Really? Yeah. And the reason why it disappeared is because like the job he got was uh, being a foster uh, foster parent to um, the mentally challenged. And they oh, were really? like, like older like people. They were older males. They were like wow. in their 40s and 30s. And they lived with us. So, like, my dad's attention went to them. Yeah. And, um... It creates a little sense of, like, jealousy, like... Like, it wasn't jealousy because I was also there with my parents, like, helping him them out. Because since they lived with us, I was there helping them as well. So, yeah. it was, like... But I think it was also unfair of my dad to expect that out of me, like, at such a young age. Because, like, I was You're maybe... just a kid, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was no older than maybe like eight or nine years yeah. old and I'm there helping him take care of like 40 year old people that that, that are on wheelchairs and yeah. stuff like that you know when you're a kid you don't understand that yeah you know you, you're not aware of it until then because you're like okay my dad needs me it's there I'm there for him and then uh, that having that like disconnect with them and then also as I got older my my brother and sister started acting out yeah. and they were like doing bad shit like going you know? out drinking like all that. yeah like at the age of like you know like 15 and then my typical brother, stuff yeah, yeah my brother like being wild out there and then um, my dad worrying about them so intensely that I was like, I would see how my dad would freak out. And I was like, I don't want to be like that for my dad. I don't yep. want to be like that for my mom. So I just like, so I'm just going to chill. And I distanced myself even more so they won't have to worry about me. I was like, I got myself. It's cool. And then now I suffer from like those um, problems of like not wanting to be alone, not wanting to like uh, to be disconnected from people, yep. needing close connections. Yeah, that, that's uh, what's that called? Um I, they always make fun of me because they say I can't be alone. Uh, Codependency. No, no. Uh, what do you call that thing, man? I can't. I'll try to remember it right now. But basically, where you're like, fuck, like, oh, fear of. Uh, damn. What? Our mics cut out right here. So, yeah, back to the show. I, I guess kind of going back to that that hand you dealt with thing, and you know where where you're kind of like, fuck, like, you know the the shit that I went through kind of shaped me. One thing I used to feel a lot is I used to be very envious and very jealous of other people. Um, Especially with, like when I was like coming out of high school and stuff, because you know I remember getting out of high school and like you know some of my friends and some of my peers and stuff like their parents will get them cars and their parents will get them like you know you know they'll pay for whatever college they want to go to and stuff right and me coming out of high school like I didn't have a car like I barely made it to LC you know I was very very bitter because I was like the hand I was dealt with was like. You know, you don't get to go to A&M. You don't get to go to UT. Yeah. You don't have the money or the grades. You don't have a car. You can't drive yourself to school. You got to take the bus to, to school. Yeah. Like, I was very, like, envious of people because I was like, man, like, like, why don't I have that? I should have had that. If everyone else has it, why don't I have it? Yeah, and that kind of shaped me because I was wow, like, man. man. I did not know no, that. No, yeah. I was, I, dude, I used to ride the bus up until, like... I mean, when, when you and me first met, yeah. I mean, I didn't have a car. And now, and I would ride the bus and I was at Wee to tell people, like, I would I would go to LC, take one bus from from Clark to LC, 
uh, to a little downtown station, then from there to LC, and then back, and then I would take a bus to work, uh, and I would I would be super like awitao, like yeah. I'd be like, man, like I'm 20 and I don't know how to drive yet, like like what the fuck, and I'd yeah. be so pissed off. And I'd be like, man, like, there's 16-year-olds that have cars. They have, yeah. like, you know, brand-new cars. Like, why don't I have that? But then I realized, like, you know, some people just have that better hand where their parents are able to support them. Their par- parents are able to give them what Something. they need yeah. to set them up for success. And if your parents or your family wasn't able to do that for you, you got to set yourself up for that. Yeah. So after that, I was like, fuck that. Now I own two cars. You know, now I work an okay-paying job without a degree, you know. It's just that it's either... You put that energy into being negative and envious, and you know you only burn a hole in yourself because nothing's getting done. Yeah. Or you take that same energy, like I want to be better, I want to be like them, I want I want to be on their level, and you use that to push yourself even harder. That's, That's the way I thought of it. But I used to be so jealous of everybody. Wow, like, man, That's I hated wild. it. Yeah. Yeah. You you hated that you were jealous, or you hated that. That you that, that you hated because you were jealous. I hated you know? I hated myself because I was jealous oh, okay, because okay. I was like. Like I can't I'm not living the way I wanna live. Yeah. And other people are and they got it they got it the easy way in my head. Where I didn't have anything not to go and get it, you know. Yeah. But it's either go and get it or cry about it. What do you wanna do? You know? Yeah, for real man, you know, it's fucking crazy that I did not know that you were that type of person, man. And it's nah, like, dude. and it's not, it's not, it's yeah. not. I'm glad that you recognize it and you're doing better now, man, with like trying to fix it within yourself. Yeah. But man, that's true. You can't fucking, you can't help what you're, what you're handed. You can't, you, you got to play what you're dealt with. But I was dealt with like a certain hand of cards. And if I don't play them, then you lose. Yeah, man. You, you know? have to just keep doing it. And hopefully, like, you know, as you keep going, you get better shit. Yeah. Some know? people got the royal flush already, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I want to set it up for my kids and my future generation where like, I worked hard so that you guys don't have to. You know, I suffered not having a car. I suffered taking the bus. I suffered, you know, getting kicked out of college so that you guys have the easy route, you know? Yeah. Because it's like a path. You got to unpay. You got to pave that path for your future kids, for your future family, or you take a new path, you know? Yeah. And I feel like we're kind of in, I mean, you and me are in that weird state where we're kind of paving a path, you know? Yeah, we're just you, trying to figure it out. You, like, with your art and, you know, like... It's a little unorthodox because people are like, oh, why do you want to be an art teacher? Why do you want, you know, you're already getting a lot of negative connotations as to why you want to do art. And I'm pretty sure that fuels you too. Yeah, man. Like, it, 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 uh, when I would ask my parents, like, oh, like, did you ever think of me as, like, you know, trying to aim for something with art, like being an artist or like painting and all that shit? And they're like, no, like, we never, we never saw that. We thought we were going to, like, we, we thought you were gonna be like something else, like something to do with like science or some shit. Because yeah. when I was a kid, I was really into that. But um, I just like around middle school is when it changed for me, and I just started diving more into art. And my parents weren't aware of like how much I enjoyed art until uh, I turned 20. Yeah. Because when I turned 20, I was dating this one girl, and she and I told her like, oh, like I just want to paint. I want to like become do something with art. Yeah. I haven't done it in so long. And I was already getting out of, like, that whole drug phase that I went through when I was, like, in my teens. And she was just like, well, what's stopping you? You know, like, go do something. And I was like, you're right. And we were in San Antonio at the time. So I went to uh, Ross. Yeah. And I just bought, like, a pack of oil paints and, like, some canvases. And I was like, fuck it. We're just going to start doing this shit. And I was at 20. And then now, like, almost four years later, I just, I'm still doing it, man. And it just, like, brings me so much joy. And there's, what's good is that it helps me 
push through also moments where I'm like feeling too much yeah. or I'm going through something that is just too intense for me to like deal with it all alone. Yeah, you're able to express it through that. So I express it through that, yeah. And then like either that or I just like pound down cigarettes, man. Like, it's just, like a fucking <laughs> just dart after dart. Yeah, man. There's been times where rip I smoke a, like a, a fat pack. dart. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like I fucking I, I go through a pack in like a night just fucking chain smoking it. Yeah. Yeah. And then even when um when I am painting, I sketch out whatever or I start painting for a couple hours. I go outside and I just start chain smoking again. I don't know what it is, man, but it just it just feels good. Yeah. It just feels good to like release it through painting and then relax with a cigarette. Yeah. And I just do it all the time. I mean, if it, if it's what gets you like in the right mindset, fuck you, because everyone's always like, don't do this, you don't 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 drink, don't smoke, don't do. But if it gets you in the right mindset, your mental health is, I think, ten times more important than your physical health. You know. Yeah. Because your body at one point it's gonna break down. 100%, bro. Yeah. Your brain ain't going to, you know, unless you let it break down, unless you let depression, sadness get to it. But yeah. I feel like if we, we have vices and we, for reasons, we have yeah. vices in this world where like you want something so bad and you deny your brain from it, you're only denying your body from it. I don't know. That's the way I think. Like it's okay to indulge. It's Enjoy okay to it. Indulge. Yeah. Enjoy and, it. You know, if, if it's like if it has the good intentions behind it, go full yeah. force. You know, like. You're not doing it to harm yourself. You're not yeah. doing it to, like, you know, make yourself feel worse. Yeah, like, if, if you're intentionally, like, like drinking to, to kill your liver, then okay, then maybe yeah, you should. Yeah, right, chill. But you know what? It's been a long, hard day. You want a beer to relax? Do it. Yeah, man, 100%. Do it. Yeah. And I think it's funny because, like, the Hispanic culture we live in is very much, like, it's okay to drink. It's okay yeah. to, like, for your problems, like, drink a beer, yeah. hang out with the guys. You know, it's not, like cry it's not like you know smoke some weed feel better it's very like just drink it out drink it out yeah, yeah sleep it off yeah just fucking listen to corridos and just yeah, like, drink like, man yeah so it's kind of a weird culture we have as, as hispanics especially hispanic males but yeah. i guess what i wanted to ask you too is like has it ever been like you know being an artist is not typically like a hispanic male kind of profession i have like have you received some backlash like machismoism or like a hundred percent like uh especially from my own family too yeah. and it's been like it sucks because what makes it hard is is uh, the expectations of like oh you're an artist they expect at least in the, like like people that are Hispanic like expect that traditional Hispanic art which is yeah. like you know sugar skulls or like you know fucking valle folklorico people dancing yeah. and like Mexican flag shit and they see my art and it's very different man I think my art is also like you know just different in general yeah. from like the, the traditional sense of like someone thinking of art yeah you know it's not it's not these like uh, fleshed out portraits of people or you know people doing dress or like life like just painting a flower yeah, it's, with abstract. A vase. it's very abstract yeah and even though there is like i'm painting a person but like i'm using red instead of like skin tone or i'm using mountains and to to cover certain parts of the body yeah and it's shit like that and i don't understand why they expect certain things like that out of me specifically like i'm, I'm speaking about my family yeah because um my brother, he has been very critical of my art. Always oh, really? has been. Always, always has your been. Your older brother is probably, though, I know they say your worst judge is yourself, but your older brother is probably your worst judge. Oh, yeah, man. Like, for sure, man. So. <laughs> I know that because I'm an older brother. <laughs> oh, really, yeah. man? Yeah. So, like, um, when I had, I had my second art show, I had it at uh, Los Olvidados in downtown. Shout yeah. out to Los Olvidados. But, um. They invited me over to have, like, an art show. It was just me and another artist. Mm -hmm. And this other artist was, like, you know, he's been doing it for a lot more years. He's, yeah. like, I think he was, like, twice my age. Wow. And um, 
and it was, it was nice to meet him and talk to him. He, his art was very different from mine. But um, when I got there, my brother actually helped me load up my paintings and take me and go with me to to set them up. Yeah. And I remember the fucking comment that he said. He walked in to say to say hi to the owners, and he came back outside. And as I'm getting like the shit ready to unload. He's like, wow, dude, that guy's art is like real art. Oh. And I'm like, ah, oh, see what's behind that, bro. Like, just doodles and shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, I was like, I'm here. I mean, like, not, not to like, not to make myself seem better or anything, yeah. but I was like, but I'm technically right now, we're, it's me, his stuff and my stuff. So we're technically equals right yeah. now. Because like, I'm the other half of the, of the art. Yeah, half of the show. Yeah, I'm half of the show. So I'm just like, that's not cool for my brother to say that shit to me, but all yeah. right. I am still very grateful because, um, that was the first time like uh he showed any interest he showed like, any interest to help me and not only that but like um uh, it was very much like it was the first time i was able to like set up the my, my art the way i wanted to set it yeah. up like the way i wanted to flow and stuff and i've never had that opportunity before i mean i've only had two art shows so it took me a while to figure out how i wanted it and then the guy had cement walls so it took it was hard to like drill into them and my brother was there helping me out. So and we got there like at eight at night, and we didn't leave until like midnight. Oh really? Yeah, and wow, it was just me and him. Up. Yeah, setting up me and my brother. So if I would have gone alone, bro, oh, I would have been there till like fun. two, three a.m. So, man. In turn, while your brother might have been critical, of in his words and his actions, it was loving. Yeah, he was you know? very much there for me, and yeah. I, I I appreciated him so much. And what's crazy is that, like um, to touch on just like family in general. Um, it's been very hard because of my mental health also and yeah. they, they weren't aware of it yeah and it wasn't until um i'm not going to be very honest when i was around 21 yeah i tried committing suicide and it was uh, in my car and like the first thing it started off with was me hurting myself and i was smoking cigarettes so i was burning myself with the cigarettes and i burned myself on my wrist and then uh, thankfully friends went and they stopped me and like everything was fine they cleaned my wounds and all that shit but then like as they were healing my parents saw them and that was the first time they've ever like seen anything like that. So my dad immediately, automatically becoming like the the stereotypical angry, uh, angry, anger. Yeah. Why? Yeah, he's like, why? Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, are you fucking stupid and shit like that? And I was listening to him. I was like, I don't know, I don't know. Like, I just feel shit like shit, blah, blah blah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, like, do you not love your life or something like that? Or fucking like, what does your mom think? Like, look at your mom. Like, she's and my mom's standing there, like, obviously That's, hurt. Yeah. 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 And I snapped. I was like, do you think this is making me feel better? Like, I was like, you fucking giving me all this shit? Do you think it's making me feel better? Do you think I'm like, oh, you know, like, it clicked. Like, I shouldn't do this anymore? Yeah. I'm like, no, I feel worse. I feel worse. And I was like, I'm not trying to blame you for the shit that I'm going through. I'm going through it. And this is the only way that I've realized that it can help me somewhat level of cope. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I know it's wrong. I know it's bad. But like, this, what you're telling me isn't helping me. And he realized what he was saying, and he stopped. Yeah. And he was like, no, like, I'm like do you need help? Like, yeah, like, do you need help? Like, my mom, even my mom also was like, we have insurance. So I was like, you know, we can find you a psych, like a psychologist or a therapist or whatever the fuck mm -hmm. you need. And I was like, I, don't, I, the same fucking um, feeling that I've always had kicked in, where it's like, don't worry about me, I'm fine, because I don't want them to worry. So that's I was where just it like, kind of stemmed from. Yeah, it's yeah. so I was just like, I was like, no, I'm fine, it's okay. Like, it's like, I'm sorry that this bothered you or hurt you or whatever. Yeah, like I'm fine. So. Uh, afterwards I, I realized like I started dating this other girl and um, we had we had we were having trouble and yeah. I wanted to make it work because I really liked this girl mm. I wanted to make it work so I, that's when I decided to start going to therapy and going to therapy I'm going to be very honest I stopped going already but the moments that I did go it did help me a lot to yeah. cope so 
I'm still going off those teachings that they taught me and like, yeah, you know, no, like fucking definitely. going off. And I honestly do think I should go back just to, yeah. you know, help myself even more. Yeah, and and it, it takes a big man to say, you know what, something's wrong with me. You know what, I'm going to swallow my pride and I'm going to go to a therapist. You know, I, I, I'm kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum as you, you know, where it, I'm, I'm grateful that you're able to go and get help. And not to say, no, I'm not really like, you know, on the same level where I'm like, I have a lot of mental issues, but I think my pride is probably the biggest thing that separates me from like ever able to, to like speak out or like do anything because I mean, you know, same thing, traditional Hispanic household. I'm the first male, you know, I've been working since I was 16. And, you know, sometimes my, my mom's asked me like, hey, like, you know, a lot of stuff you went through, like as a kid and stuff, like, you don't think you're messed up or like, you don't think you need a therapist. And I always tell her like, I'm too tired to be sad. I'm too, I work too much to be sad. I, you know, I, I really like, like, I, I remember I was thinking about this too when I was in college and I was working full time. And I remember I was like, man, like, with this time that I put into this, I don't have time to be sad. I don't have time to feel yeah. negative emotions because it's either succumb to my emotions and stop doing everything and hit the brakes on my life or press down on the gas and ignore my feelings. And, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, and, and that's just the one, the one mindset I've always had. Like, you know, I've been through a lot of crazy shit in my life as a little kid, and I've seen a lot of things that, you know, you probably, I probably shouldn't have, but it's either press on the gas and power through or hit the brakes and let the weight stop me yeah and so it's very much and it might catch up to me one day maybe maybe <laughs> not maybe maybe i'll just wake up dead you know oh but god man. I, i'm just fucking, with everything i'm like scary, man I, I don't know maybe it's like the football mentality or what but like i'm just like just hit walk it hard it off. walk it walk off, it off. Walk hit it, it off. hard yeah. yeah no like it's just i can't let anything weigh me down i can't let depression weigh me down and i feel it believe me i put i feel it but the minute that that um like I need to see a therapist, to me is when I'm like I lost, and I can't lose. But I appreciate and I understand. Like it takes a, it takes a big man to go say you know what, I'm going to therapy, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go talk about it. Yeah. Because I'm 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 in that space where I'm in I guess in denial, you know. So I'm like let's just go through it, baby. Yeah. I, I always say whenever I'm sad I'm like fuck it we ball. <laughs> I'm like dude whenever I'm like I was stressed from work fuck it we ball. Because at the end of the day, like, I go home and I'm like, it's really not that bad. Yeah. I'm okay, yeah. you know? Or, like, I, last night was the first night I was dealing with some stress from work. And I told my dad, I was like, hey, let's go for a run. And boom, we went for a run. Like, I just try to take that, that same energy where I feel sad or hurt or depressed and put it into something positive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, that, that, that within itself is also, like... Like you're not you're not realizing it, but you're doing therapy right there. Yeah. You know, it's just that I didn't have the I don't have the capable knowledge to like you know figure out what I need to do in order for it to make me feel better. And you know, thankfully you do. You know, yeah. like you're like you know, fuck it, let's go for a run. Like I feel like shit, let's go running. Or like fuck it, we ball. Like you saying fuck yourself, it, those, we ball. Like saying that, <laughs> saying shit like that to yourself. That in itself is therapy. Like you yeah. saying fuck it, we ball. It's like me saying like I'm calm and I'm like you know what, I'm alive, I'm fine, I'm healthy everything's okay yeah that's the same fucking mentality you know yeah. it's just that i'm using different words so you know it, it's you might not want to admit it but like you yourself are, are doing therapy with self yourself therapy, yeah, yeah self-therapy and I, and if it's helping you then you know more power to you man you yeah know? You, you know what my favorite thing to do too is like with anxiety i get anxiety more than, than sadness or depression honestly yeah. sometimes i'm like overthinking and worried and i start letting like all these fucking images fly in my head but the one way i really cope with anxiety is like as i drive like boom, you know, put on the gas pedal super fast, windows roll down, and I just scream. I just scream like as much as I can, and I'll get to where I'm at. I'm like, fuck, my throat hurts. So like my throat hurts. 
Yeah, like I just scream, bro. There was this um. I remember this one time when, like, uh, me and a girl broke up. Dude, a lot of, like, my pain comes from relationships, sadly. Because, Something like, tells me these, these girls ain't good. Yeah. <laughs> there, like, there's a reoccurring pattern here. Yeah, man. It's just fucking terrible. But um, it was just a... Uh, it was this feeling where where we, we broke up, and um, it was feeling like I wasn't worth her time. I was never, ever worth her time. And yeah. I just hated myself so much. And she was so quick to drop me that it just felt like she never loved me and all these bullshit things that I was telling myself, you know? So I remember the day that we broke up, uh, Franny actually texted me. Oh, shout the out to Franny. Shout yeah. out to Franny, man. Bro, so he texted post, me. He's post like, my moan. Post my moan, bro. He just texted me. He's like, hey, karaoke tonight at AJ's. Oh. And I was just like, let's do it, bro. Dude. Let's fucking do it. Dude, Dude I, you, if you guys have never witnessed me, Orly, and Franny at AJ's on a Wednesday night, you need to fucking see it. <laughs> it's it's the ninth. Well, how many world wonders is there? Seven world wonders? Yeah. It's the eighth world wonder. No, it's like the twelfth world wonder. <laughs> it's like so yeah, far dude. on the list. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah. dude. But we're there, bro. We're, we're on there, the list, dude. Baby. The energy in the room when we're at AJ's on a Wednesday night karaoke, bro. We, we I miss that. Off, bro. We, we pop, pop off, bro. We pop off. Bro, especially Franny, bro. Shout out to Franny. Yeah, man. He's the reason why I have this cut on my eyebrow, bro. He, really? Yeah, because like uh, he was going off on like I'm not okay with yeah. chemical romance. And he kicked. And no, no, no. And then I was headbanging and I smacked my face <laughs> on a speaker, bro. Oh, Dude, I my smacked God. my face on the speaker, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, that hurt. But I'm, but I'm fine. I'm cool. And then like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I start feeling like wet, and I'm like, oh, I'm sweating, and I go like this. Blood. And I see blood in my hand. I was like, whoa. And I wipe again, and like my entire hand is drenched in blood. And I look at my friend, and I and I just look at her, and I say like, am I bleeding? And she looks at me. She's like, yeah. And I touch, and I just see more blood. I'm like, am I bleeding a lot? And she's like, yeah. And my friend Ernie just starts pushing me to the restroom. Yeah. And then we go to the restroom. I look at my face, bro. I'm just, like, covered Dude, in blood, that, bro. What would have been a sick pic is if you're like, hey, take a picture now as I'm bleeding. Franny <laughs> in the background singing, drinking a beer, and just yeah. the blood streaming down your face. Does Top it, 10 Instagram posts ever. Fucking, I, I have a picture of, like, how it looked after he cleaned <laughs> it. But, um, yeah, I didn't want to stop drinking. So, like, I I was giving my friend money yeah. so she can buy me the drink so I won't, like, so they won't, like, stop me. Like, hey, yeah. you can't drink. You're bleeding off your fucking face. Dude, and that's it. That's the you go home. You're like, yeah, I got into a bar fight. Like you start telling like this long-winded story. Of, <laughs> yeah, like dude. What really happens is you smack your head against the speaker, but like you didn't want to tell anybody. You're like, I'm fucking out with town, bro. You go to work. You're like, yeah, like this dude tried to jump me, but I killed him. <laughs> I, was killed, AJ's. I killed him with my face, bro. <laughs> I headbutted him. Like you know, you're gonna be like, he pistol whipped me, but then I fucking I stayed kept. I kept yeah, going, like, bro. I fatalityed him, like something. <laughs> No, no, yeah, dude. I actually have a scar right here above my lip. It's kind of hard to see, uh, but uh, I can see it like it does. The mustache grow, hair doesn't yeah. grow uh, on my mustache, where I'm not able to to grow a piece of mustache because in middle school, I always tell the story. I got hit by a gun, right in the face. But the story goes, uh, I was at a friend's house and we we're in middle school and we we're in his backyard just playing, you know, uh-huh. doing middle school boy shit, climbing trees and shit, right. Uh, Smoking like fucking half smoked cigarettes. Damn. Yeah, I'm showing him the picture of me. With the- <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, dude, it was a fucking gash gash, man. Damn. No, so we're in the backyard and we're just doing doing middle school boy shit, right? And and true middle school boy with fashion, we start throwing shit at each other. Like we're on, we're on one side of the backyard and the other and we're just throwing stuff. And we're just grabbing whatever we can find, rocks and toys and shit. And we used to play airsoft a lot. So we had a bunch of like, air, like airsoft BB guns in, yeah, in yeah. the backyard. And my friend grabs like a like a airsoft pistol, and he cocks it back. And I'm doing something on the floor. I'm not looking. And then when I get up to look up, he had thrown it. 
thinking it was going to go over me because I was on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had stood up just in time for it to hit me in the face. So it comes flying like a boomerang. Boom. Hits me right in the face. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> and I go inside and my lip, my upper lip up here is like split open. And my friend's parents are like, hey, Miko, you're probably going to need uh, stitches. And I was like, nah. <laughs> so I, I just put a Band-Aid on it. And then my, I showed my dad and he's like, that's Van, you'll be fine. And then, uh, you know, Mexican dads, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like no pasa nada. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm there with a the big ass fucking gash. And I'll go like, like, you can't really see, but I'll close my mouth. And you can see like an opening above uh. my lip. And then uh, my dad's like, hey, uh, I ordered tacos from Taco Tote. I need you to get down. And so, like, there I was, like, blood on my face, getting taco tote. And I get back in the car. I'm like, dude, fuck. Like, oh my that's God. when I knew, like, you got to suck that shit up. Yeah, but that's yeah. why to this day I still have a scar. And it's yeah. never gone away. Yeah, man. I mean, like, how old were you back then? Like, 12. 12. Yeah. Like, I the same thing. I think I, someone told me, like, you might need stitches. I'm like, nah. nah. You don't want to hear that when you're a kid. Yeah, dude. dude. Like, um. But I was I wasn't a kid, bro. I was fucking like 20, I was twenty two, <laughs> but uh, but well, um, you can barely see it now on your forehead. Yeah, yeah, barely. like it, it's it's only there. Sometimes yeah. it flares up in the sense like it gets red. Yeah, uh, but um, you can definitely feel it. And also I have a, a scar on my chin. I don't know if you can see it, but yeah, I have a scar on my chin also. And that one was that's a fucking stupid story too. I was like, I was maybe like seven maybe really? younger seven or six and i went to when i was living in san ignacio and we had like this like water day well like all schools had these water days but our yeah. school had a pool so like we'll go swimming like you can like choose water gun fights uh fucking balloon like water balloon fights yeah. or you can just shoot play the shit. yeah just play shoot the, the shit with the rest of the 12 kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's just four of us bro but uh was well, it really just four i mean it might there was there was one grade for you that was like one class for each grade and it was only elementary like in that, four to five kids in each class yeah dude wow. so it wasn't that many dude it was a very small small class so um so when it was water day it was the entire school it wasn't like separate by grades it was yeah. just like the entire school because it was maybe in the entire school maybe there was only like 80 30. kids oh, well, 80. like 80 kids because wow. it was like a, um, it was from pre-kinder all the way to fifth grade wow so there was just 80, like, around 80 kids and, like, you know, like, six teachers and that's it. And then, um, and I remember I was in the pool and I was on the edge of the pool and I was rubbing my chin on the edge. Oh, like, I don't no. know why I, I liked how I felt, oh, like a fucking no. weirdo. And then, like, there was a crack on it and then I fucking sliced open my chin. And I didn't, it didn't feel like a, like a cut. It just felt like something, like, 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 I, bumped, yeah. like, like I bumped into something. And then I started touching it, and then I felt like a chunk of, like, like I guess, meat fell oh. on my chin. And I started freaking out and started screaming. And, like, since it was I was in the pool, it just, like, oh, looked, chlorine you know, yeah, everywhere. Dude, so like, it just looked crazy bad because there was all this blood mixed with the water. And I had to, they, they took me to the principal's office, and, like, they called my parents. And they gave me, a, like, a little Band-Aid on my chin. Yeah. And they are like, do you want to stay or do you want to leave? Do you want to go home? And I was like, I want to stay. They're like, do you want to go to Sopata Medical Center? Or? <laughs> dude, dude, you just want to fucking, like, stay here. I was like, I'll just stay here. Dude, no, I had a friend that, uh, uh, he had a huge, like, like gash under right here under his jaw. And I remember one time he told the story is that when he was in, in elementary school, he was on the monkey bars. And he had a, he was playing with a cousin that was a little bit on the heavier side. Uh -huh. And what had happened <laughs> is that he fell off the monkey bars and he was laying on the floor and his older cousin tried to do the monkey bars and he couldn't so his older cousin gripped like he slipped and he landed on my homie's face 
and he broke his jaw. Damn. Yeah. And, and he so landed like on his feet. He he no, he landed like back, like on his back, but he landed like on his jaw. So like Damn. boom, like just landed like if your ass landed on your jaw, and he yeah, broke yeah. his jaw. <laughs> I'm like, dude, like when you're a kid, like you, oh you like God. you go through shit like that. Like if I break my jaw now, I'm out for the next like year. Like yeah, don't expect to see me. Like. <laughs> When you're a kid, you like they just stitch you up and said, "Fuck you, you're gonna go." Yeah, like, dude, it's crazy, bro. You're resilient as a child. Yeah, man. like resilient. little kids are fucking like when little kids falling hurt and shit. Like if I fall right now, like I'm gonna be out for the next three weeks. Like yeah. I fucking hurt myself. But like <laughs> when you're a kid, you fall in the fucking hot Laredo cement, scrape your hand up, and you get up and keep playing. Like yeah, nothing. Dude, like, yeah, like they mostly hurt. You just cry for like five, six minutes, and yeah. you keep playing after that. Yeah, like dude, yeah. If I, like I, I went to play basketball maybe like mid pandemic. And on the first play, I, I tripped and I fell, and my knee collided directly with like the like the blacktop, right? And I still feel it like yeah, now. Like, How long ago? like it was like a, over a year ago already. It was like half a year ago, like Damn, like boy. six months ago, and I still feel it. So Shit. I'm like, man, I really can't get hurt. <laughs> I really, yeah, dude. Once you get to a certain age, man, and it's crazy because we're both in our twenties, but it's already like hitting, man. Dude, it, it's like um, the night. Well, one of the nights I had seen you got where I went out, I played a whole football game and I had torn my shoulder out of its socket. And uh, so you, you popped it back in. But when you tear it out, your ligaments kind of move around and they get all like stretched Tangled. out and, yeah, and yeah. hurt. And so I couldn't pick up my arm past like like maybe mid chest. But dude, Gus was like, hey, let's go out. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> like, and dude, I regretted it so bad. Because oh then I was God. there. Well, not only was I hungover, but like, I couldn't lift anything on my arms. So I was dragging ass at work. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was horrible. Damn, bro. Yeah. There's been times where, like, I don't know why, but I remember in, uh, in uh, Christmas, I got like pissed drunk. Because like, I got out of work at, uh, at 11. Yeah. And then I went to AJ's, like, straight to AJ's. Yeah. And I started drinking. I know you were there, oh, bro. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and that's when you got slapped by Rena, bro. Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah. No, we have the Christmas picture. We have a Christmas yeah, picture. Dude, I, have it. I still have it in my nice. house, bro. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I got drunk and I had to go into work at 6 a.m. the following day, bro. And I remember, like, just being at, at work, just fucking hungover, bro. I'm like, why did I do but that? At least you work at a Starbucks so you can drink coffee. Yeah, that's man, the one like, advantage, right? Yeah. Like, it's just, uh, it's, and also, this, it was Christmas. It was Christmas Day. It should be slow. It was super slow. But I just sucked that I was just, like, standing at work for, like, a couple hours, just fucking hungover as yeah. shit. But yeah, I remember that night. That shit was fun though. Yeah, that yeah, was, was a, worth it. That was a good fucking night. Yeah, that was a dude. sick night. I remember with we Taco Palenque. I don't even know what the fuck I was saying to y'all. Like I was just mumbling. Like yeah, you took you took off your shirt in the parking lot. Did I, oh, I did yeah. take off my shirt. Yeah, in Taco you went on no, no, actually no. You took it off inside Taco Palenque as you were walking out. Oh. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because like I see you, I see you coming because we were already outside. And I see you coming in, and I just see you taking off your shirt. Dude, and I was like, damn, this guy's gonna get kicked out. Dude, man. fuck. The uh, amount of times I've taken off my shirt and security has gotten mad at me. <laughs> Dude, I, remember I, was at, I was at House of Whiskey once, and a girl was unbuttoning my shirt. She had buttoned it all the way to the last button, and I was already taking off my shirt. And then, boom, security comes up to me. He just whispers in my ear, keep your shirt on, or you're getting kicked out. And I just go, Yes, sir. <laughs> I saluted him for some fucking reason. Like, I was just drunk. And I was like, yes, sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fucking. Yeah, you fucking it's, back like, up. it's like, I can never understand, like, how vatos get drunk and, like, they like well, they want to fight people and shit. Like, I get drunk and, like, I just want to have a good time and I just want to laugh. Or, like, the minute, like, I, like any authority figure comes around when I'm drunk, I'm like, I got to behave. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I got to behave. They're going to take me to jail. So, boom. <laughs> I go into, like, robot mode and I'm, like, walking all awkward and shit, yeah, trying yeah. to act sober. Like, that's fucking funny. I'm actually the opposite, man. Like, I have this problem where, like, authority, like, 
tries to like fuck with me when I'm trying to have a good time and I just get angry. Really? Yeah. Like I remember this one time. I think it was the worst. I think it was one of the worst examples because I made it so awkward. Yeah. Wow. I was drinking at Alamo. This is when Alamo was like the spot back oh, then. Oh, it was the shit. And so like we were sitting in the lobby. It was me, my ex girlfriend, like two of our friends, and I was drinking. And she and my ex girlfriend used to work uh, at, at Alamo. Alamo. Yeah. So then she had like she had this Alamo shirt that I really liked, and I was wearing it, and I was just like drinking. I was wearing it, and then like a guy, like pulled my ex girlfriend aside. And then she came back and she whispered in my ear like, hey, the manager wants you to take off the shirt because he doesn't, he doesn't want people to get confused that you're an employee. Yeah. Which is an understandable thing. Yeah. But then I, I got upset because I'm just like, this. fuck you mean? I was like, what the fuck you mean? I'm, like, I'm sitting down, I'm drinking and I'm paying for these drinks. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm like, I don't care what this guy has to say to me about what can I, can I not wear? Yeah. And not only that, but this guy's too, I was like yelling it. I was like, this guy's too much of a fucking pussy to come up and talk to me. He has to pull my girlfriend aside because he can't, what? He's a manager and he can't handle confrontation. Like, what a fucking pussy. (laughs) And I was just getting angry. All all, all while dipping a mozzarella stick. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's some cheese. Fucking pussy, really eating it. Just a mouthful of, of mozzarella cheese. Like, come fucking tell me, bro. <laughs> uh, drinking a fucking beer, dude. A fucking monstro. Yeah. <laughs> a bell. Like. Yes, dude. It's fucking terrible. And I'm getting angry. And, like, I made it just so awkward afterwards. And I, I, I just fucking ended up taking off the fucking shirt. And I was like, whatever, man. You, you should have done a power move and been like, all right. And took off the shirt, but then just kept drinking shirtless. Like, <laughs> that's a real power move. Yeah, they just keep drinking shirtless. Well, uh, yeah, I remember that shit. It was just fucking ridiculous. Um, man, I was kind of an asshole sometimes. Uh, we're probably already, like, well over an hour, man. Well, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. You want to keep going? Let's do it. All yeah. Right. But, dude, fuck. I'm trying to think, dude. Alamo Draft House, bro. Rest in peace. But you yeah, know what? I, I feel like Alamo Draft House might have been a little overhyped. Like, the drinks were cool and everything. But, like, the actual wa- movie watching experience, to me, wasn't that great. Like it, it was it was all right. It was, like, honestly, it was, like, the same as an average movie. I think the only things that I liked is that, like, they were a lot more stricter on, like, not talking. Yeah. And uh, showing up on time. Yeah. Because I, I, I would get annoyed when people would show up late and they're, like, fucking there, like, in the way. Yeah. Or there's people talking and shit. That was probably, like, the best thing about it. But the seats were super uncomfortable, bro. Oh, dude, I always took fucking people. Uncomfortable. The seats, they were like if you're sitting in the bleachers at like a fucking high school game. Dude, for like, real, even though it has a back, and like it's just super uncomfortable, man. And then like the the table so far away from you, they have to like sit at the edge yeah, of your seat like, so you can eat. Yeah, no, dude, I remember. Fuck, <laughs> I remember. Um, and I was in a, and you know, again, I, I'm always thankful. I'm super thankful that the pandemic did happen because like I was able to like save a lot of money and like you know get my financial situation a lot better. But. Um, What's it called? During before that, I remember I had to go. I had gone with my friends to go see the gentleman, uh, and I remember my bank account. I seriously maybe only had like fucking five dollars to like next paycheck. So I was like Whoa, on that broke. That's, like, that was like before the pandemic. No, no, like, I was saying like uh, until payday. Like how much? How it was much like I, a week till payday. Oh, like I had like five dollars in my bank yeah, account. I felt that before. And I had, you know, the night before I had gone out and spent like $80 on my tab and shit, you know, just being stupid, stupid with my, with my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I remember I went to go see the gentleman and I ordered popcorn and popcorn was like four ninety five, and I had like five thirty in my account. <laughs> so like I barely made it. Yeah, yeah. And dude, I was like, doing the calculations and dude, shit. I was doing the calculations. Yeah. And then it was after that movie I got out and I was like, I don't want to live like this anymore. Like, dude, yeah. those stimmies, like, I think that shit shows you, like, if you give, certain people money i mean certain people will spend it you know that's that's a given but if you give people money when they don't have money 
Like we can we can turn that into some real like savings and shit. Cause yeah. like, dude, ever since the pandemic started, like I was able to save a shitload of money. One, cause we couldn't go out. Yeah. So I was saved like, cause we would go out like Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday was like brunch. So like, dude, the amount of money you spend going out is at least like. 40 bucks for, for the bar tab, you know, 15 for the lift, 15 for the food, and then multiply that by, like, five. You go out five times a week. Like, that's a lot of money being yeah, gone. Man. Yeah, it's like 800 bucks a week, man. Yeah, so I was spending a stupid amount of money on going out, and then uh, pandemic hit, couldn't go out, so, and then I was on uh, stimulus. I was on, I got the stimulus, and then I was on the unemployment when it was still 1400 or 1200 whatever it was. Yeah. Dude, so I was just, like, Ranking like up Racking up money And I had more money Than I had ever known What to do with Yeah And so there I was Ordering DoorDash Like <laughs> yeah. Like I was like Give me extra ranch Extra crispy Extra fries yeah. Like dude my 45% DoorDash, tip bro Dude like. my, 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 I would give like Badass DoorDash tips Cause I was like Man I got like More money than I know What to do with Yeah That's why now I'm sick Cause like Now I work a new job And I was like a Like a legit Savings account now and, Yeah like, I was able to buy A second car And like I'm thinking About buying a third car For my birthday And like You know what I mean Like, like the pandemic Helped so much Because I was able to like Boom Focus on yourself yeah. Get your money right Stop fucking up Yeah Fix your life, yeah, and it did. Yeah, 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 dude. I'm, I'm the same way, man. Like, I since I stopped going out, I was getting, like, I didn't realize how much money I would be left with on checks because I would just immediately start going away as soon as I start going out and shit. Oh, dude, and it's never like I'm just gonna buy one beer. No, no, dude, like, it I never spend, is yeah, like that, dude. It's always, it's always like at least, like, honestly, every time I go out, a minimum of sixty dollars on a bar tab, like minimum. And if I bought drinks for people, like, it would be, it would just hundred, man, hundred yeah. and some, and. I remember since I stopped going out during the pandemic first hit, I remember I paid off my bills and I still had like like money 500 late. bucks of, of my check. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I was like, I never seen this much money after a check. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to do with it. So then I, that same thing, man, I just started saving. I bought myself some stuff. Like I bought this laptop. Yeah, you have to. You have to yeah. spend some money. Yeah, so like I bought myself a laptop and like bought, ended up investing in like, you know, the mics and nice, shit. Nice, yeah. You know, fucking trying to build a podcast. Yeah, fuck yeah. But like slowly, you know, just kept on doing it. Now like, I'm I'm in a good spot where I have a savings, I have fucking the shit that I need, and now now right now I'm gonna I'm trying to go back to school, but my grades are bad, bro. Oh, grades are fucking bad, so I can't get financial aid. Have, so. have you ever been kicked out of LC? Yeah, dude, you you've gone through that same process then, right? If you're not familiar to the listeners out there, what it's like to be kicked out of college, it is like. The saddest thing ever. Yeah, like, man. Because community college. Community too, college. <laughs> Not only did you get kicked out of college, you got kicked out of community college. But I've been kicked out of LC. I was on uh, probation several times, right? Yeah. So you get you, you get the chance at least at LC. The way it works is if your grade, if your GPA drops below two point you go on probation. So they only let you take two classes, and then from there, the, those two classes are your chance to fix your GPA. So if you don't do that, you continue on probation again. You can only take two classes. So I was on probation twice. And then the third time, you know, you go, like, in the summer to get your classes. And you wait, like, two hours because there's a shitload of vatos in there. Mm-hmm. And finally you get to your counselor or your, your uh, advisor. advisor, yeah. And she's like, yeah, uh, you can't take any classes this semester. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, uh, you're suspended. And I was like, I'm suspended? She's like, yeah. Uh, so you can either uh, transfer or you can wait a semester. And I was like, damn, like, that's a whole... No, it was a year, I think. Yeah. You got to wait a whole year. Yeah. And so 
I, I walked out of that little stupid office at the Lerma Peña. Like, <laughs> it's hot as fuck. I didn't have a car. I had to wait for the bus. And I called my mom and I was like, I'm going to join the Navy. <laughs> and she was like, no, you're fine. Just work for the year, save money. And then, uh, and then when you go back, like, take art or take music or take electives and fix your GPA. And that's what I did. Yeah. But then I got fucked over again because, boom, I started the second semester uh, where I was like, okay, I'm doing fine. Taking then I started partying a lot, going out a lot, and then I would fall asleep in class and I was fucking it up. And then the one thing that redeemed me was the pandemic, <laughs> because like midway through we went for spring break, right? Yeah, yeah. And I remember I tweeted, I was like, I hope LC has an extended spring break because of the pandemic, <laughs> yeah. not thinking it was gonna be that bad. And then boom, pandemic. Uh, yeah. We're not coming back to, to campus. And then so I was able to pass my classes by cheating, but because I was doing that at my home, like, <laughs> yeah. like dude, yeah, yeah. if you're if you're doing college or school or just anything online through Zoom, bro, you gotta be a resilient, motherfucker, because like that is the hardest thing ever to do. Yeah. Oh, real quick, I got five on it. You heard yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking uh, someone's ringtone. I think I might be hers. <laughs> but yeah, like, it, dude, it, try to do anything online like That's exclusively hard, as a class. Fuck that. Imagine Sorry, like the bro. first year, like, like the the first graders, second graders, like those motherfuckers are not gonna know how to count. Yeah, dude. Like I mean, like my I, I see I have a niece, you know, and she's uh, I think in first grade. Yeah. So I see how their classes are, man. She's just like not there, bro. None of these kids are there, bro. There's I see kids like, like there's been times where I peek into her, like trying to like yeah. get out of frame to make sure they don't see what I'm seeing, what she's seeing. And there's these kids like wearing pajamas. This one kid's wears wearing a fucking Batman mask. Like, yeah. And <laughs> what are they gonna do? Yeah, like, dude. I remember, I remember, they're first graders, man. Yeah. You know? No, and then my brother's uh, he's a junior right now, so I, I go and I wake him up before I leave for work and I'm like, hey, like you gotta wake up, you got school, and he's like, oh, okay. He opens his laptop, leaves it on, and he just lays. <laughs> yeah, like dude. dude, these kids are not learning. Like yeah, holy not, shit. Bro. I like, didn't like my, my girl that I'm with right now, uh, I love you, baby. Um She's going to school and she's on, and she's like on uh, she's doing online and there's times where I call her like like cause like I I I, I fucking love this girl yeah. so like I'm there at all costs man yeah and even now like I'm gonna be very honest even though me and you're recording a podcast I'm telling her like hey I'm recording I'm sorry I'm not replying like I love you I'm sorry don't yeah. hate me like shit like that and she's just like it's fine it's cool like you're okay yeah but uh, there's times where I'm just calling her and then uh, she's like, I hear noise in the background. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm just watching class. I'm like, oh, really? Like, what are you guys talking about? And she's like, I don't know. Dude. I'm like, I don't fucking no, know. No, I actually recently finished my dental dental, uh, dental assisting course, right? And oh, I did nice. it. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. I remember you were, you were in that. Yeah. And I did it. One day was in person. One day was on Zoom. And the class, keep in mind, is three hours long. So the in-person, I will learn jingles. Yeah. But, dude, we'll do the Zoom class on like on a Thursday. And I would just turn it on and I would just leave. Like, I wouldn't even pay attention because, like, the professor would even tell us, like, we'll go, get, we'll go over it next time because, like, yeah, yeah. you guys aren't going to be able to hear it. Like, imagine trying to teach us about, like, teeth and, like, how to do all this crazy shit to teeth through Zoom. Like, that shit don't work. Yeah, man. So, dude, fuck, if you're doing school, like, imagine the people doing, like, fucking, like, doctors, fucking yeah, courses, doctors, right? Yeah, nursing yeah. courses online yeah, you and shit right now. you memes where, like, oh, like, in a couple years, after you cheating on your fucking doctors. Oh, yes. yeah. It's just going to fucking, like, not know shit, man. Dude, yeah, like, I don't know, I don't know how motherfuckers are doing it because fuck that. And then for work, we do training sometimes too uh and like it's like cpr training like how to like uh diffuse situations and shit but i'm like dude i do not know how to do anything i sit through the thing and i just sit there yeah. and like they're like any questions and like dude nobody says nothing and we're full-grown adults you know yeah. where i'm the youngest one everyone else is like 30 40 like shit 
if they if 30 or 4 year olds can't focus and, and learn yeah no way those kids are learning yeah man for sure man especially the attention spans that they have you know and including my us man we're, we're fucking have these short ass attention spans I, I don't have any attention span anymore Dude, for real man no. there's times where like I see it also uh, with my girl like We'll be walking down the park or something like that. And she's talking to me. And she goes, like, look, a dog. And then she stares at it for a couple seconds. And she just gets distracted like that. You know? And it's very much similar to, like, how I am. Like, I tell her. I was like, hey, what are you doing? And, like, we're on the phone call together at night. And I'm like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm just, like, playing a game on my phone. And I'm watching TV as I talk to you. Yeah. Like, she's doing three things. And I'm like, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to be honest. I have such a bad attention span that I... I do nothing when I'm on the phone with you. I stare at my fucking ceiling. Yeah. Because, like, like, I have to so I can focus on what you're telling me. Or it's like those memes. That meme is, like, you know when the conversation's good and then it's, like, a guy, like, sweeping, like, on top of, like, his fry, uh, on top of his stove. like <laughs> Or, like, you'd be, like, outside. Like, some random-ass place. But that's how you know the conversation is so good is when you start walking around the house. and like, Yeah, just doing random shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, the one time that I'm doing more than one thing and when I'm talking to my girl is, like, I'm smoking cigarettes outside. Yeah. And, like, there's been times where... Where I remember when we were first talking because we 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 used to date, but then we broke up, and we were we were apart for a while, and mm-hmm. then we got back together. And I think we did need that time so we can like grow and stuff. Yeah. So when we started talking again, like we were having like these long conversations, bro, like eight nine hours, man. Yeah. And I would sit outside, I, like I would, I would call her like at uh like at ten at night. Or like at uh, eight at night or something, yeah. and I would stay up until like five a.m., six, seven a.m., just talking, bro. And I'm just yeah. like smoking cigarettes like a fucking maniac. Dude, I haven't had that in a long time. Bro. I remember like in like high school and some middle school and stuff. Like I'd be like, hey, like call me tonight, and like I'll talk to a girl till like five a.m. and I'd be like, okay, I'll see you at school. Like, <laughs> like, dude, I don't, I don't got that energy no more. Like, yeah, if man. it's past twelve, don't call me. <laughs> don't call me. <laughs> I'll see it in the morning. Give me two, give me one or two business days, and I'll reply to you. Like. <laughs> I don't know Maybe I'm just too old I'm getting older But one thing I realized Ever since Zoomies closed And and I miss it a lot Is that uh, I'm seeing a lot of people Like acquaintances And friends Like less and less Because obviously Like I don't work in a place That's like public anymore So like Now I realize Like Damn, like that's why, like when you run into people like at HEB and shit, like when your parents run into like your yeah. friend, their friends at HEB, and they sit there forever talking. Yeah, I realize it now because like before everybody could just go to the, my store and just talk to me. Yeah, and it was the shit because like you know you that's where you would go. But yeah. now since I don't, I work in a place where like we can't talk and shit. Like once I run into somebody, like we're gonna talk a long time. Yeah, but I that's, mean like look at, yeah, look at, look us, at this. Man. Yeah. Like, yeah, we were. I was planning an hour and a half, but we're already hitting like two hours. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like that's. Like, you realize that, like, that's why my mom will take so long talking to, like, some lady she knew from, like, fucking high school. Like, yeah. And I'd be, like, at HEB, like, mom, I'm bored. Yeah. You know, like, what the fuck? You don't even know this person. You're not going to see him again. So why talk to them? Like, yeah. That's the reason, though. Like, you haven't you haven't seen him in a long time. You're not going to see him for a long time. So you just want to catch up. Or, like, when your parents. Have, has your dad ever run into a friend? You ever seen dad's oh, talk? Dude. 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 My, my mom, like, my I love my mom to death, but she is not a social person. Yeah. She doesn't like going out. She doesn't like. She's very much a homebody. Yeah. And my dad's the opposite, you know? I, I get that from my dad a lot, bro. Yeah. Like, I am the dancer. I am, like, the I, I'm the loud one. I love singing. I love fucking doing all that shit. I love drinking. That's, yeah. that's my dad. That's me. You buy a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, showing it to my dad. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, uh, the fucking... The thing is that, like, my dad is the one I would talk. It was, yeah. it was like, we'll, he'll bump into... Because he fucking knew everyone. Dude. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know Dads why Mexicans... Dads always know yeah, everybody. Dude, yeah, they fucking know everybody, bro. And we'll, he'll bump into his friends. And my mom was the kid. She was just like, she was, my dad was like, hey, how you been? And my mom was like, oh. and she rolled her eyes. And he, she knew that we were going to be there for a while. Man. Oh, yeah. 
and man, they fucking talk. Dude, dad bro. conversations are fucking funny because like they talk about like shit that's like. He was like, yeah, like, otra vez, like, I redid the yard, or, like, me compré un troca nueva. Like, yeah, it's yeah. never, like, how you feeling? How you, it's always, like, some, like, like, like hey, showing equals. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, it's always, like, 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 look what I got, bro. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, like, some guy you don't With even know. <laughs> literally, yeah, literally. No, or it's, like, some guy, like, you don't know, and he's like, I remember you when you were little. Yeah, you're and just you're, like, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, fuck you are. Yeah. No, you're like, yeah. oh, you're, like, this small. And I'm like, well, bro, I'm already, like, 25, 24. <laughs> like, what the you're fuck? Like, Yes, sir. It's been ten years. Yeah, I'm gonna be grown. <laughs> He's like, last time I saw you, you weren't depressed. Like, he thro- they sneak this you. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. They're like, are you still going to school? I like, haven't graduated. Like, oh, dude, like that, that's bro. the worst. Yeah, no, I, I hate. Thankfully, like now that I have like a kind of semi-respectable job, like I can yeah. say that now because yeah. like before they're like, you still work at at the mall, and I'd be like, ah, like yeah, I still work yeah. at the mall. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I do. But it's okay, man. I mean, like Where, wherever you wherever you gotta get your money, get it. Like, yeah, man. and I think that's one thing. Like, our culture doesn't understand. Like, or at least now the new culture is not so judgmental. But like, I've always felt like this pressure from like, and my parents don't put any pressure on me. But I've always put this pressure on myself where I'm like, I need to have something where like I wear button-up shirts and boots and like, you know where I dress nice so I can get respect you know because like when I used to work at Zoomies, I would show up like in shorts and shit and it was cool um, but like I didn't feel like I was like a professional I felt like I was just a guy that sold t-shirts and skateboards but you know now that I work like with, with like youth care and stuff and you know I come home like in cowboy boots and jeans and button ups yeah. and I'm like or like I'll go to like the grocery store right after and shit I'm like man like People see me, they probably think, like, oh, that guy's got a respectable job, you know? And it's all just image. Inside my head, yeah. I'm still, like, a, like a dumbass kid. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all about, I guess, the perception that you want to give people. For sure, man. It is that. Like, it, it's like you present yourself the way you want to be taken. Yeah. You know, like, the, um, whatever it may be. And I know that, like, the way I dress, I'm very much, like, very casual. I'm, like, I'm still dressed, like, as a kid. And But I remember recently, I was, like, I woke up one day. Yeah, and I was like, one. I, I've never ever owned cowboy boots in my entire life. Yeah, and I woke up. The bug like, got you. I was like, I ah, fuck it, bro. I'm gonna fucking do it. So I literally like, I called my girl and I was like, guess what I'm gonna do? She's like, what? I'm gonna go buy cowboy boots. She's like, for real? I'm like, yeah. I go to fucking Mike's Western Wear. Oh yeah. And I just like looking around. And I just see these Ariots, like these square tips. I'm like, I'm gonna get these, bro. And like, you just bought them. Bro. They're like but, almost 200 bucks. But I was but just, you, like, fuck you know, it. You know what's what? A, what's so crazy about cowboy boots is the respect you're given when you're wearing cowboy <laughs> boots. I don't it's know if you feel weird. that, but I feel that. I've only worn them once so far, bro. And I bought them like already, maybe like two months ago. Yeah. But I've only worn them once. I think I need to go buy better jeans. I need to go buy like yeah, the. You need fucking, to buy boot cut jeans. Yeah, I need to that's, buy those. That's boot cuts. The, the deal. A lot of guys buy boots and then they make the mistake because the proportions are a little off. Yeah. Because if you're used to wearing skinny jeans and you wear them with boots, it's that's kind weird. of a weird proportion. So Super you weird. get yourself a nice pair of like Wranglers, a nice pair of, uh, if, you know, kind of hipster. You go with the 501 Levi's. Yeah. Like, dude, you'll be surprised how much, like, and you can do the same thing, you know, t shirt. 501s in the boots and it's yeah. still like kind of like semi-hipster semi-western and but like you're kind of getting like the best of both world, worlds because then like older guys see you and I'm like oh Tine Wata's like yeah, yeah. he's cool and yeah. then like the younger people are like wow he's wearing boots like, like he's cool yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 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 so it's like, a weird it's, it's a, a weird, weird line yeah, yeah yeah what I'm glad is that like since I did do the weight loss like I, I want to fucking get myself like some nice fitting like Wranglers you know like do it bro like yeah just fucking 
Do it. You got to try them on, though. You got to go into the Western Wear store. You got to let that guy talk to you, the guy with the mullet, talk yeah, to yeah. you. <laughs> Don't let him sell you no bedazzled-ass jeans. No, nah, be, dude, like, nah, yeah. be like, I want some regular fit Wranglers. So regular boom, fit Buko van, yeah. Just fucking tell him, like, don't go to Buckle either, bro. <laughs> Fuck Buckle, bro. Yeah, man. No, the, the employees are awesome. They're awesome, but... They're just trying you, to do their job, You man. could yeah. smell the commission. Like, yeah, you'd walk in and they'd be like, you look good in this, and it's like a medium shirt. I'm like, <laughs> I do not look good in that. Yeah, I already dude. know. I already telling you, bro. It's like they give you like this fucking like flashy-ass American fighter shirt. You're like, <laughs> do you wear like, this it's one, It's like bro? black and neon green, <laughs> yeah, and it's dude. just like, it's just like, support the troops and take big poops. Like, it's always oh like some bullshit. God, like, it's fucking weird, man. I don't get that brand at all. It's 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 cause like I, I I'm behind like on like I like Carhartt I like Columbia like the workwear kind of outdoorsy stuff yeah uh, and especially since like for bigger guys their fits are a lot better but when it comes to like American fighter like I it's like the new tap out. Yes, yes, it that's is exactly, is. exactly. It is a that's fucking good. I never realized that. It's like that, the new tap out. It's a new tap out, bro. Oh man, and it's just like and the it's colors. so gaudy. Like it's yes, like man. it's always like camel orange distressed. Yes, like, dude, uh, distressed. <laughs> I remember this one, like this one shirt that I saw, dude. It was like it was like white at the bottom, and then like it, it like faded into a, like a light like blue, ombre. like yeah, like an ombre effect of like into a light blue, and it had like the American fighter design. And I don't know why, but like the shirt oh, it looks kind of like a dry fit type of material. Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's half. Like, it's half and half. It's called yeah. cotton polyester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like that. And then uh, I don't know what it was, but like this specific shirt that I saw, and it was, I was seeing it on a guy. I didn't see yeah. it like in a store. Like I, some guy would bought it and he was wearing it. And then like the American fighter, you know, has like those weird tribal type of like, yeah, it's styles. like tribal and stars and yeah, like big, like, big font, <laughs> big font. Yeah, dude. And then um, but the the thing that was made out of like the the lettering and the design, it was reflective. It was like a, a, oh, a dark blue. 3M, like yeah, three M reflector. So it's just like fucking weird you, shirt, bro. Do you want to be seen in the parking lot at Cowboys? <laughs> like it's fucking yeah. ridiculous, like, dude. You you fucking stand out even in the middle of the night, bro. Yeah. Like it's how fucking loud that shirt is, yeah, man. No, no, no. And, and I like Western jeans. I'm a big fan of like Levi's, Wranglers, you name it. But dude, I can't get behind like the at least for guys like the uh, the fucking rock revival jeans or they like they purposely look like like you ran over them with like a Silverado like <laughs> like they're all torn up like they have like the back is like bedazzled with like uh, like a bedazzled little, cross on the yeah, ass bro <laughs> what's the little the little blue stone not topaz it's like uh, the like like always, turquoise or what? Turquoise, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a gun turquoise <laughs> on your ass. Like, yes, dude, it makes no fucking sense, man. And it just had like these western crosses like stitched into the fucking ass of the pants. It don't make no yeah. sense. And, and, and then, like, bro, like you were wearing that, bro. Like it's you like, as a man are like, you know. It's like when I see that, like I know they listen to puddle of mud. Like, <laughs> puddle of mud. Oh <laughs> like, my god, I know, dude. I know they love Godsmack and WWE. <laughs> just fucking just hella like, dad vibes, bro. Yeah. Like God Dad Rock and shit. <laughs> it's it's Oh, like man. I think that's the de- the demographic is like because I've seen like a lot of like older guys wear it mm. and like and like it's I guess like to stay young you know but like I just it don't make no sense I guess like for the guys used to wear like tap out and affliction and Ed Hardy like you transition to like American fighter like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and if you're like slightly like Western like American fighter <laughs> I don't, that's what it I just, think it just makes no sense man yeah. like there's a store that um. Also, another thing that I don't understand, I, just, uh, I saw it at some store, like in the outlets, there's a Western store, I forgot the name of it, Yeah. but um, like the Western shirts that they had for males, like like the pattern that it became, uh, what's that fucking thing that's on bandanas, like the little like design on it? Oh, Paisley. Paisley's, yeah, like there was a shirt just like that, and that's like, it's, it just 
it's a banana fucking shirt, pa- yeah. pan, like shirt, and it's cool. But the colors that they choose, man, like it's they're just gaudy. like yeah, like I don't understand. They're like they're cool. very gaudy, and and you know it's funny because like typically like a lot of guys are like into like Western and stuff. They're very conservative and they're very like you know like homophobic. Obviously, you can't pin all of them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a good amount that are like very like Trump, back the blue. <laughs> Yeah. Conservative. Conservative And then like life. They no pop homo. out Like in a pink shirt Like <laughs> And I'm just like What the fuck Like yeah. I'm not saying like Wearing that pink shirt Or wearing a pink shirt I like or the flair of it Yeah But like it's just so weird That it's in a western You would think like They only wear like Olive green Brown White Black, black like, And that's it You know Like navy. it just It makes no sense sometimes man. Like they wear these like And they have them like You know opened And, and they just have Oh, man. They get into a fight over like they see like their ex girlfriend from like high school like with some new guy. Yeah, they're, and they're 27, bro. So it's like, it makes no sense. <laughs> they're talking about how they used to hit how they hit 18 home runs their season. Oh like, my god, bro. living the yeah, good old yeah. days. If coach put him in the fourth quarter, yeah. they would have gone to state, bro. <laughs> they would have gone oh, state. They would have gone state. Oh. And it's funny because like like. Because uh, I, I still play some my pro football, right? So yeah, like, yeah. I don't get paid to play. I get we just it's we out just, of love, man. It's like weekend weekend warriors, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But like some of the guys I play with, like they hold on to like how good they were in high school and stuff. I'm like, bro, you got a beer belly and you're 30, and we're losing by 60. Like <laughs> by 60. I'm not even playing oh to you, bro. Oh my god. There Jesus. was a game. There was a game we had here in Laredo. There was a final game of my second season. <laughs> we played a team called the Houston Ducks, and they came down here, uh, and dude. They beat us a hundred to zero. No, a hundred to zero. So people are listening. This is football, bro. I've never seen anyone score a hundred out of football, never seen, bro. I've never seen triple digits. Ever. <laughs> never seen. I didn't but think that's that not possible. the worst score. Luckily, this season they beat. <laughs> luckily, another team lost one hundred seventeen this season. So oh I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm glad. Oh that my god! But dude, like it's it's ridiculous. Or like it's funny because like. Usually we go out of town to play and we, we do something called Ironman football where because a lot of guys refuse to travel out of town to go play with us. Yeah. Uh, we end up, you need 11 players on the field at all time. We usually end up taking like 15 guys the most on the road. So when you play Ironman football, you're playing offense, defense, special teams. You're playing you everything. Don't get off the field yeah, at yeah. all. And I do not get off the field at all because I play both ways. I play O-line and D-line. Um but uh, it's funny too, cause like on the way over there, like guys will be like, yeah, like I was super good in high school, and like I used to be the hardest hitter, and no sé And then we get there, and then midway through the game, they're taking off the pads and the jersey, and they're like, I'm not gonna play anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I've had guys quit midway through the game because they're like, I can't play, I can't take this. Damn, it's bro. it's honestly, it's. I mean, I get it, you know. I mean, they're also yeah, they're you don't want to get hurt, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're taking the risk, of course. But I'm like. Man, like you were just saying how hard you used to hit. You were yeah, just saying yeah, how you good hyper, you were. Yeah, hyping yourself and then, up. Like you just quit mid game. <laughs> we had a we had a game that that game when we lost hundred to zero. A guy left in full uniform. Like, <laughs> and like that game. We have Laredo games, dude. The Laredo games are fucking funny because yeah. they're in our hometown. Yeah. And usually, like I said, we travel with like fifteen guys out of town. So when it's home game, we have like a full roster. Yeah. And it'll be like guys I've never met before, and like they're just like fucking. I'm gonna play. I'm like, all right, let's play. Yeah, and yeah. like so guys will like quit midway through I've seen guys like argue with each other like on the sideline and I'm like dude this is such a shit show but <laughs> it's so fun to be a part yeah, of because yeah, like yeah. at the end of the day like I'm just hitting people and shit my job is just to block that's all I care about yeah but dude <laughs> so but no, 
I, I go, go for it, go for it. I remember the story that you posted on, oh. bro, your highlight. Dude, I, it's because I had asked a question. I was like, I posted a picture of myself and I was like, what does it look, what does it look like I teach? Because I was just like in, in formal oh clothes, like teaching clothes. And everybody was like, oh, football, football, football. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to show kids how to really block. And dude, it was such a bad play. That was the game we lost 100 0 for. Oh my God, it We're, was so fucking amazing, bro. Like, everyone just escapes you, everybody man. Everybody just, just went past me and I, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I was tired. Yeah, I thought I mean, it was it makes a pass. Sense. I mean, it, <laughs> it makes sense since it's like, bro, you don't get off the fucking oh, field, dude. man. I, I played two weeks ago and. I played. I didn't get off the field. Get up. Didn't get off the field. And then there's guys that'll pussy out. Like those, they won't go in. Like they'll just be adjusting for you know from they're standing on the on the sideline. And I'm like, hey, get in. And they're yeah. like, no, oh, it's just my ankle. No, oh, like uh, next play, next play. And I'm like, dude, man, you you Fuck you, you man. Like, don't show up. Then. Yeah, yeah. Take off the pads. Go sit in the bleachers. Go watch. And third quarter, I cramped up really bad. Uh, and I couldn't walk, and I had to get walked off the field. And like my backup was like hesitating to get in, and I was like, Ivan, get the fuck in! <laughs> and I was on the sideline, like stretching out, like just trying to get back in the game, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Jesus but Christ, man! But that's fun. that's dedication, man. Like, it's, you know, it's not... fucking fun, dude. Yeah, when that's we, some we love play right there. Marado, I, I want all the homies to come out and watch. We might lose. We're probably gonna lose, but <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah, I love to watch, man. It's like it's a thing that a lot of people love, but I fucking love football. I fucking love watching oh, football dude. it's like this is primitive part of my mind that and yeah, UFC man that's it's, my shit bro I don't, primitive yeah dude it's primitive, like, I just dude. want people to hurt each other bro I just want to watch that <laughs> shit bro just dude, like, like, fuck I wanna, yeah dude I want to pay to watch people get hurt <laughs> yeah, dude it's exactly that man and also of course you know the it being like a contact sport just makes it more enjoyable, yeah, you know. Because like like baseball's cool, basketball's cool, and all that, and they're fun to play. Don't get me wrong, but like there's nothing like watching like UFC, boxing, football, football yeah. you know, something where like guys could die. Yeah, <laughs> like, somebody could die today. Dude, oh my god, there's this one fucking video that I saw because like I'm I'm on TikTok and I fucking yeah. love watching TikTok, and there's this one there. It's a uh, like scariest knockouts in UFC, and it's oh. just one knockout because sometimes they get bad, bro. This one knockout, the round just starts, and this guy just kicks this motherfucker in the temple, like just the first move. And the guy just like goes stiff and he lays down. And then the guy that kicks him, like the winner, he starts like, you know, showing off. Like he does a comic coming hot, you know, yeah. trying to like flex and shit. And then, like there's like this like medical team surrounding this other guy. And then the guy's like you know, flexing for the camera, and then he turns around and he sees his opponent that he just knocked out, and he's going like, <sighs> like having like, basically shit. a seizure, and he has his eyes open and he's staring like he's staring into that guy, and the guy's there like scared, and he goes like, I'm sorry, Jason, and then, like his his coach is like, come on, come over here, give him room and shit like that, and then, like the guy's just, like basically seizing out like on the fucking floor of the octagon, and then finally he starts coming to. And he like he comes down and he, he stands up and then like everyone starts clapping and then yeah. the guy's like the guy goes to hug him and the guy the the guy that lost he's like what happened he's like just good fight man just good fight you know good fight and I went to the comments bro the top comment said like you know it was bad when they clap for you for not dying bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, my bro. God. I was Dude, like, Jesus Christ, bro. That is so bad. It's super fucking bad, bro. Like, these that people are, so like, that's their job, man. They're getting paid to fucking take hits and give yeah. them, bro. I, you know, when UFC first started, too, there wasn't weight classes or nothing, right? Like, now, like, yeah, there's dude. weight classes. So, like, like obviously, you don't want, like, a fucking heavyweight to fight a banter weight <laughs> yeah, and kill dude, him, you know? Real? Like you don't want fucking oh, like dude. like someone that looks like like fucking uh like who's like a heavyweight like fucking uh what, what's that guy that he was a fucking uh he was in the WWE also uh, uh you don't Brock want like Lesner? Brock Lesnar to yeah. fight fucking Manny Pacquiao like 
that's not a <laughs> fair real, fight. Dude, that's not you a know? fair fight, you know? So, but back when UFC first started, there was no weight classes. So if you go back and you watch like UFC 1, like, dude, like, you had like 400 pound motherfuckers fighting like 200 pound motherfuckers. Yeah, like, dude, it was it ridiculous, was, man. Like, that's like some real, like, that's someone's gonna die. Yeah, man. Someone's <laughs> gonna real, literally bad. die. Yeah, it was fucking bad. And you man. could gouge eyes, you could crotch kick like you could do all those ridiculous things yeah dude, it was like, super illegal was actually legal like, yeah it was super illegal when it first started out but that's when they had to like make regulations man because it started what back in the 90s like late 90s yeah, yeah. like late 90s bro so like that back then bro they didn't even fucking exist man and you know even now like, there's still there's still some sports that are like being televised that make no sense to me like bare knuckle boxing yeah have you seen that shit no dude there's it's literally like they're just, just wraps fist. they're just fists it's oh. just wraps and they just fucking started like oh, boxing dude like, bro, it gets scary, bro. Like, there's these people, like, it's a dog fight, like, and they're just, like, exchanging blows, bro. And these people's, like, they're cut open, their temples, they're fucking bleeding out, but they're just still fucking wailing on <laughs> each other, bro. Have you ever seen street beefs on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, uh, for the listeners out there, uh, street beefs, it's this YouTube channel dedicated to just backyard fighting. Yeah. And, and it's, like, a regulated league. So, like, these guys will come out and they either do, like, UFC, boxing, or uh, they'll do, like, different different events, right? But, like, they come out and they're, like, local-ass guys, like, they'll have, like, like different names like one guy's name is like baby hulk or like the other one's guy's <laughs> name is like uh viking like stupid ass names <laughs> and like these guys come out and they they fucking fight each other right and there was this one uh, it was like this big like 40 40 must be like a 40 year old guy like 300 pounds and his name was like shinigami like this shinigami. Thought, this <laughs> thought he was in an anime right <laughs> and he was fighting some guy also like 40 years old named storm rider right <laughs> and so literally oh like God. like they go they they touch hands and they're fighting and that guy Shinigami I don't know what the fuck he ate but he does like a fucking crazy ass fucking uh uh, roundhouse kick and boom he hits the other guy in the face and he knocks him out like in the first three seconds Damn, bro. I'm like dude like these guys really want to die like in the yeah, and you're, you're in somebody's backyard like <laughs> dude, it's just fucking it's like in Florida for some reason yeah. bro just but so some sketchy vatos like that some vatos I, I've gone out with guys where they're like I hope somebody bumps me so I can fight them or they're like I hope somebody says something so I can fight them yeah, and man. I'm like dude chill out like I hey, just want to fucking bro. we just want to like hang out yeah, you know? I just want to I just want to drink and talk to girls and dance like <laughs> yeah. I don't want to fucking I don't want to fucking play UFC in the middle of uh, fucking cultura like. oh my god it's ridiculous man you know like I, I'm gonna be honest I used to be like that you know when I was in my teenage years like I was very angry yeah and like I would like get upset for everything and I wanted to fight people and if, if even something small like they accidentally shoulder check me or some shit bro and I'm fucking ready to like fight this guy for yeah. no goddamn reason man yeah and I was always like I mean it made sense to me at the time cause like I was like I'm small I'm, I'm fat I, I don't have like you know anything cool going on for me like i'm not a cool That's guy all fight will make so i'm gonna cool. fight like i, I want to be the aggressor i don't want people to like pick on me i'm yeah. gonna pick on them and that's how it was for me for a while. But then, like, I got my ass kicked once. And I was <laughs> like, nah, I'm good, bro. Like, it's humbling, bro. Yeah, dude, it's humbling 100%, bro. I got my ass handed to me, bro. The guy knocked me out. He, like, picked me up and threw me on the ground. Holy and shit. And then fucking out. I was out. And, like, I don't know if you've ever been knocked out, but... When you wake up and there's people just staring at you like, whoa. You're like, and yo. I'm like, fuck. I'm, I'm like, fucked up. I'm fucked up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like fucking stupid. And you have to get up and walk and away, then some, bro. And then you see like the, the post on like Laredo fights. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. No, fuck that, stupid. bro. I'm, I'm, thankfully, I've never been in a, in a fist fight. I've never. I've always been like, 
like the minute someone starts aggressive i'm like hey man like i'm sorry like like i've been in the bar stuff where like vatos will bump into me and like i'll be like oh, i'm sorry excuse me like because i'm not trying to fight for no reason like yeah and, and it's crazy because like my dad always asked me and and you ask your dad like tell you like how is it when you go out he'd be like we go out and we get into a fight like with like random vatos like for no reason like and my dad always tells me stories like yeah like if you pissed off a guy like from like the great up like him and his friends to try and fight you and so you and your friends gotta fight these guys like for no reason yeah, my yeah. dad's always like you don't get into fights when you go out or like no one tries to fight you I'm like no I'm pretty cool like we go out have a good time come home you know no That's one tries it. to and I've seen it where about those fight you know yeah. but like it's always like the guys like standing in the corner of the bar like just drinking just hoping somebody's gonna fucking Fuck fight them. him yeah, like yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't even post like he posts on snapchat like my life is a movie and like <laughs> and then he goes back to just standing there like <laughs> yeah, yeah just like ready to fucking fight him dude I remember this one time at AJ's like people, two, like there was this two group of guys that were about to fight one like I can say one group they didn't want to fight and the other group was just trying to fuck with them you know and like the guy was like he had his hat like he had like this fucking like shitty like Nike hats all like folded yeah. with the bill hardcore <laughs> and he just grabs it and he starts like putting it backwards he had an American like, fighter shirt yeah, <laughs> basically and then I was just like looking at that and I'm like fuck bro they fight this tooth like either everyone's gonna kick, kick, get kicked out and they're gonna cancel the night and I don't wanna fucking cancel this night so then I walked up to the guy I'm like hey like they're gonna fight and they were already like grabbing onto each other's shirts and yeah. that's when the security guard came and pulled them apart and like it was, it was the, AJ's. The AJ security yeah, is braver than the U.S. Marines. <laughs> dude, <for real. laughs> so then, like, uh, I got on stage and I pointed at the group that didn't want to fight. I'm like, these motherfuckers are about to fight. Let's go. Like, it's all fucking drink and shit. And I was like, yeah, fucking losing their minds. But yeah, man, there's some people out there that just want to do it just to either for attention or just because they want to fight for no fucking yeah, reason, it, man. It makes no sense to me. Like, why yeah. do you want to potentially go to jail? Like, Especially now, dude, for real. Like, you can't fight. Like, how... You can't, like... If it's I was not fight, the 80s no more. Yeah, like, dude. In the 80s, you fight, the cops come, you just run, you know? But yeah, now yeah. you fight, they check the camera, they saw who was there. Like, like there's no... You, know, you get nothing. Like, yeah. no girl's ever seen a guy kick another guy's ass at a bar and been like, I want him. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, that's never been a thing. Like, yeah, this is dude. not a fucking... This is not fucking blood sport. Like... <laughs> Was that urban cowboy? Yeah, that's not urban cowboy. Like oh you know, you don't God. look. You look stupid. You look yeah, like you couldn't handle, handle your. You, you couldn't handle your butt lights. Like yeah, <laughs> you can't handle your aggression, bro. Yeah. Bitches like oh, I'm the same bitches again. Sorry, but uh, women don't want that, bro. No, no. They but want like, the guy that's cool, having a good time, dancing, like chill, singing. Dude, yeah, like someone not, that's chill. Not they the can guy handle their emotions, bro. Not the guy that's been playing pool all night, thinks he's cool. Yeah, and snaps like, the stick in half, bro. Yeah. That's a pay for it then. <laughs> he he, uh, he preloaded the fucking the fucking uh, what do you call it? The jukebox with fucking Godsmack's greatest hits. <laughs> dude, like, he just put like forty dollars in that bitch, yeah. bro. Put it on repeat. Yeah, and then he complains. He's like, I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, oh. this is ridiculous, bro. Well, well, damn, yeah. what an episode. It's been Yeah, man. What are we at? Like two hours? Probably a little bit over, Holy man. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Damn. You good here, man? I think we're good here. All right. Well, I just want to again orally thank you for the opportunity for having me out here on the podcast, man. This has been fucking fun. And again, just seeing you is fucking cool, man. Just hanging out. Uh if you want to find my social media, um Fonz underscore Nuno N U N O on Instagram. Fonz Nuno just on Twitter. Uh, and if you want to support my podcast, we are Garage, I'm sorry, Your Neighbor's Garage on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube, uh, Garage Society on Instagram, and Your Neighbor's G on Twitter. Yeah, you also have a Patreon, right? And we also have a Patreon. So if you want to watch our other episodes on, on YNG Live, go ahead and sub to that. It's about 10 bucks a month, 5 bucks a month. And you get to watch the episodes early, live, and uh, 
we're trying to plan some special stuff with our with our Patreon listeners. I want to do something where me and the guys over there at YNG like we want to all like have like a bar trip where we all like bar bar hop with like bar our hop. listeners or some shit something that'd man that'd be cool man yeah. yeah we get to win a date with you man just yeah, do that shit that, man. Dude, I've been saying that for so long <laughs> no one's no one stepped up so someone's gonna step up oh, dude. but then again I'll see you guys I, thank you for listening to Nosy and Orly's podcast man podcast help podcast kings support kings yeah man for sure thank you guys for listening so much yeah, see you guys in the next one love you bye Yay!